Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. From the halls of assembly, you'll hear a screaming shout. I love of Indiana, his manic and devout. Everything I do, we discuss in unique manner. We won't be satisfied until we hang another banner. Us two goofy guys go by names of Ward and Eric. And as you probably know by now, we're Hoosier Hysterics. Hoosier Hysterics. Hoosier Hysterics. Hello, Ward. Yeah, yeah, you look real happy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just sitting here down in Paradise Island at the Atlantis Resort. All right, the truth is this is a virtual background. It's like 1235 a.m., but the hotel background didn't seem right for this. Your eyes don't seem quite as quite as open as they normally are. (laughs) (laughs) I, I am a little tired. So look, man, let's just start at the beginning, okay? Sure. I mean, you know, take me through it. I I basically know what anybody who follows us on Twitter knows. Sure. So as you know, this adventure started for us at 2.30 a.m. on what day was it, Hallie? What? <laughs> um, what day was it that we came here? Wednesday. Wednesday. It was Wednesday morning. Right. Wednesday morning, 2.30 a.m. Yes. Because we had a 6 a.m. flight. In other words, around the time I was going to sleep, you had to get up. Yes, exactly right. Got on the flight to Atlanta, checked in with Rabbi, who uh, had been going through passport hell. Rabbi somehow worked it so that he would get his passport, like actually get it, the day that he was traveling, (laughs) which does not seem the most efficient way to do it. Turns out it wasn't. (laughs) Rabbi has impeccable timing. He knows just how to make all the pieces fit together like a synchronized clock. Like, for example, when you snuck up on him in the airport with board ward 
And upon seeing Board Ward, actually, he didn't see, he had to feel Board Ward touching his shoulder for him to get out of his rabby rabbit hole on his computer. And his head spins. And at like the perfect moment, his face mask just breaks apart. <laughs> <laughs> so, to provide a little context, Rabbi didn't have a passport and was told that the only places he could get a passport, like pick it up so that he could get it in time, would be to go to either like Detroit, Minneapolis, Chicago, or Atlanta. Well, Rabbi thought, well, this is great because I'm flying from Atlanta to the Bahamas. So he just thought, I'll show up the morning of in Atlanta and get my passport. What he was not counting on, and I don't know how he could have foreseen that that might be a problem. When he gets there, they tell him the printer's not working. <laughs> so his passport was not printed. Well, I mean, when you're dealing with the government agency, a large, large right. bureaucracy, you need to really account for some wiggle room. Yes, he gave them two hours of wiggle room. <laughs> And they gave him the middle finger and he spent the night in Atlanta. Now, who knows what Rabbi did that night in Hotlanta. But what that meant was Rabbi had his passport in hand, was booked on, as it turns out, the same flight that we were booked on from Atlanta to Nassau, which also on that flight were Evan Martin and his lovely wife, Angela, from Community Cars, friend of the show, supporter of the NIL uh, collective, the Hoosier Hysterics NIL Collective. So we get to Atlanta with very little time in between. Rabbi finds out also that he has to, because he didn't have his passport, he couldn't fill out the Bahamas, the Bahamian travel visa. And they told him his information was no good. So he had to go get like several other COVID tests. Oh, like, no. So he had to go to an outside facility, race back to the airport, wait for the Bahamian government to approve his passport, show that in, um, in Atlanta, because you have to show a travel, a health travel visa in addition to a passport to get into the Bahamas. So he was like, there was rapid testing close enough to the airport where he could get instant results and race back with him. Yes. We get off our plane. We had some trouble coming into Atlanta because of storms. So we circled the airport for a while. Land, I'm like texting Rabbi, are you going to make this flight? He's like, I don't know. We get to the gate and Holly just says, there he is. And I looked at this disheveled mess of a human just <laughs> sitting in the gate, headphones, mask, computer, clickety clackety, tippity typity. And I'm like, we got to just, he's never met Boardwalk. So is that true? Uh, yeah, he had never met Board Ward before. So I, I just imagined them at like St. Elmo's in Indianapolis on an off night getting together. He might, to be honest with you, and to be fair, he might have. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what Board Ward does when I'm not with him. It's so, weird. He, he doesn't have somebody with a camera in his face all the time, so he can just kind of live his life. It's true. He can live his life. Well, well, he could. But, yeah, <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> So I sneak up behind Rabbi and, and I am trying to record it and do it. And I will tell you this. I don't know. I didn't see the video. Truthfully, I just posted it. Rabbi's desktop looks, the desktop of his computer looks like that of a serial killer. 
<laughs> there are there are like 200 apps and files and they're not neatly like organized they're all overlapping each other you know what i mean it is rough and rabbi's disheveled he doesn't know the mask breaks and now would be a good time for you to show the video all right we just arrived in atlanta we're about to head to nassau and we noticed the great jeff rab johns is sitting in the gate, and we're going to surprise him with board board. needs a mask. He does need a mask. Rabbi doesn't know what's going on. He doesn't know what's going on. It's the great Randy meeting board warm for the first time. Look at that. Mask on, doing work, writing, trying. Breaking stories, breaking stories. Good to see board ward. I'm so excited after 36 hours of delays that actually included planes, trains, and an automobile. We're at the gate. We're going to Bahamas. We're doing this. Yeah. So then we get on the plane. Evan Martin is there his wife is there we get on the plane we get to nassau we we get off the plane and then we go through customs and this was great <laughs> rabbi actually came up with the idea he's like hey when you go to customs just hold up board ward and i'll take a picture of you like trying to get board into the country <laughs> so I did, and I'm like looking back at Rabbi and holding board ward, and he takes the picture. But what you don't have, because I wasn't taking video, was immediately a customs agent goes to put their camera down. No pictures. No pictures. Put their camera down. And rap, like Rabbi freaks out. And I'm like, I put board ward down. I turn away like I had nothing to do with it because the guy didn't really know where he was aiming. As far as that guy knows, what Rabbi was doing was casing the Bahamian customs area for nefarious reasons. Like who oh, yeah. knows what he was doing? I mean, he definitely looks like he's either trafficking drugs or, you know, getting ready to blow the joint. That's exactly right. So <laughs> we uh, we get through customs, Boardward makes it fine. I don't know what happens to Rabbi, truthfully. Didn't see him after that moment. But but he he was already through when he took that photo, correct? No. Oh, he was on the wrong side when that he happened? He was on the other side. <laughs> I was in front of him at the, the agent. He was behind. So as far as I know, it could have all gone into hell and he was sent back to Atlanta. <laughs> or or put, better yet, put in a Bahamian prison, never to be heard from again. What do they call that? Rendition? Rendition, I think they call it? Yeah, yeah, I've heard about those Bahamian prisons just jammed full of spring breakers. It would have been brutal. But in my head, I just see that like spring break, like horror movie played out. Yeah. yeah. Or like the news story that you hear about on like 60 minutes in like four years where you're flipping through the channels and you hear, and coming up on 60 minutes, an American sports journalist who's been stranded in a Bahamian prison for four years because he's looking. <laughs> Because he snapped a picture of something known only as Board Ward. <laughs> and then they cut to the picture he took where you look perfectly suspicious. 
So we leave, leave him behind. Don't know what's going on. Take the uh, the car to Atlantis. And honestly, I've never been here before. I don't know what to expect. It's just overwhelming. I mean, this picture, by the way, this this virtual background looks very much like the beaches around here. It's gorgeous. But the yeah. Atlantis like complex is just massive. And luckily, Holly's here because I have zero sense of direction. Mm -hmm. I don't know where I'm going ever. I don't know where I am. I don't mm -hmm. know where I'm going. There's no GPS that really helps you. Yeah, and, and you're not just talking about geographically. You're talking in life. Yes, just existentially. Yeah, that's that's why I'm glad Holly's there all the time. I, you're, you're absolutely right. I need a but, I could not do this triple O. By the way, I have been to the Bahamas. I oh. have been. I don't know if I was in Nassau, and I'll tell you why I don't know why. Because it was spring break of my senior year at indiana university oh boy, this was before you got clean yeah yeah so i was sunburned just on the boat we took over from florida you and then a it boat? was a cruise yeah like we we had to fly or drive down to fort lauderdale i think we disembarked from fort lauderdale maybe it was miami it was all blurry of course and yeah, the one thing I know we did there was we took a booze cruise, which was real messy. And it was a big deal at the time because Subway had this brand new campaign starring a spokesperson who went to IU and ate Subway sandwiches. I distinctly remember I was in the Bahamas when I first found out who Jared Fogle was. <laughs> I like the idea that the Bahamas somehow thinks that that's what Indiana people are. Like all of us are just pederasts. Like the I best mean, of the best. Yeah. <laughs> so we get here, we get checked into our room and then we we're hungry. So we want to go find some food. We go to this place called, Oh, all we're told on the way over by the driver is so good. Bahamas native, uh, a native cuisine, uh, a dish in the Bahamas. It's spelled K-O-N-C-H, I believe, but it's pronounced conch. Conch is what it's called. It's a fish. Specifically. Right. And they prepare it in a bunch of different ways. And what I did not know until our driver told us, our Bahamian driver told us, it is known for one specific purpose, to increase virility. Yeah, it's an aphrodisiac for men. And so he's making jokes about it and he's telling us how we need to order it. There's a specific way to order it called scorched. You order it scorched. Okay, okay. So he tells us, yeah, the place you're going to dinner, they have it, believe me. We go there, we sit down. It's so humid here. I mean, I've got back sweat, Ward. The back sweat is in full effect all the time. You don't even need meat. Don't need meat sweats. It's just Bahama sweats. And it goes all the way down to the crack. I mean, cool. it's just flowing. It's flowing. Thank you. Thank you for that. Sure. And <laughs> so we sit down. I'm so excited. And there's a whole section of the menu that has conch. And scorched is on the menu. Wow. And so I'm like, I'll have the scorched conch. We have no conch today. What? None. This whole section on the menu, nothing. There's no conch. 
So our first <laughs> meal, our first meal in the Bahamas was steak fries and nachos. <laughs> I was wondering when they told you that there was nothing on the menu that you wanted to order if you were having flashbacks to French Lick. Yes, it was very much like French Lick, <laughs> just no conk. Family, a, a big family to the right of us, uh, I could tell was like looking at me a little side-eyed. You know, you know. Oh, it's like, oh like that. Oh, I'm sorry. I just didn't know that was unusual for you. <laughs> <laughs> Made me feel right at home. And uh, they were big Hoosier Hysterics fans. And nice. they they came over. They took a picture. They were great. They were really fun. I, I believe. A, bit, a big fan. Obviously, they were native Bahamians. Right? Native it Bahamians. Was, who it just, wasn't like they came down no. from Indiana or the Midwest. They heard of the hysterics <laughs> down there in the Bahamas. They become Indiana fans because of the hysterics. Oh, we're, we're big in the British Isles. I've heard that. Huge. And uh, IDOC, I forget the numbers, but it's IDOC on Peegs. So he's a Peegster as well. Oh, sure, um, sure. So we had a nice conversation with them. And then we walked back uh, to the uh, through the complex, basically, and into the casino mm -hmm. where all the action was. Okay. So the mm -hmm. first thing that happened was Holly and I walked back and we, the first guy we see sitting at a blackjack table wearing a Winnie the Pooh shirt, like a big time Winnie the Pooh shirt by himself, just rolling blackjack hands, Anthony Leal. <laughs> I had like six people go yeah. through my mind. He was none not of them. one of them. None of them. <laughs> so I go up to Anthony. We have a nice conversation. Um, Wait, can can they can they gamble down there at yes. eighteen? Yeah. Ah, yes. That's why senior year of high school, me and my friends got our parents to take us down to uh, the the Virgin Islands. That's there right. You there you go. So he's gambling. He's having a blast. We have a conversation. He's doing great. Really good to see him. Uh, by the time this comes out, you'll know that he did not play mm -hmm. in in the in the Bahamas games for a, a slight concussion. That, oh, that, but, but it really just he's in the protocol. He was in the protocol, so he couldn't play. But he's fine. He's totally okay. he's going to be totally fine. Really bummed that he couldn't play. His parents weren't able to come, you know. But because he didn't play, is you know he was like that's okay. Takes so the edge off. Holly was like commenting as we walk away from him. He's so nice, just such a nice person, like really nice, like presents himself really well. We keep going. <clears throat> and then we see two more Hoosiers walking at us, Rob Finnessy and Logan Duncan. Well, you've, you've already given us a sneak preview of Rob's winning smile. Dude, look, we're recording this before they play a game. Rob Finnessy's going to have a... Uh, at least third team all big 10 season i've i've totally changed my opinion because a, he smiled because he smiled specifically at you which is not not common not right. a common thing for me he, to experience. he thought you were someone else <laughs> yeah maybe he was smiling at holly totally possible but Logan, uh, which you also will know that uh, he did not play in the Bahamas and he's going to be out for quite some time with a shoulder injury. Um, mm. we, we don't know. Maybe by the time this runs on Tuesday, we'll know what the extent is, but he's going to be out for a while. So, but Rob, his energy, and you and I have been around Rob a little bit, you know, and I've been around Rob at the fantasy camp a couple of years ago. Now, granted, that was 2019. That was coming off of his 
Was that coming off of his freshman year? I think. That sounds right. He just was so up about mm. the team and just so, dare I say, confident in himself, just in, in his own skin. He just seemed like, look you in the eye. Same with Logan. Nice conversations. He just seemed so happy. And we had a brief conversation about the energy of the program and the team. And not to cast dispersions, but he was just like, it's night and day different. Mm. <clears throat> it's just, it's fun. I mean, he used the word fun. You know, it's free. Use the word free, the style. And just so excited to play, like so excited. And it just made me go, he's coming this year. Like we're going to see real Rob. We're going to see good Rob. Not to get all new agey, but when you, it all starts with Woodson and everybody's saying what a great guy he is. And we've heard all the reports all summer long, the primary like building block of the program seems to be at this point, confidence and and optimism right like it's a, it's it's philosophical like we have got to have this baseline of of joy and belief before any of these basketball details can literally come into play and i i for one think that's out like we look we know coach woodson's still from the school of coach knight so it's not all puppy dogs and ice cream but if the foundation is this positive vibe i'm all about it i'm here for it it's it's like the perfect marriage it's the marriage of the old school to quote Mike Woodson, get in someone's ass, <laughs> right? When you need yep. to, mm -hmm. but at the same time, not install a whole bunch of stuff that these kids are constantly thinking about, but rather install a system that allows them to read and react and have freedom and play looser and more open and more spacing, just a more, an, an up-tempo, a more fun, environment playful creative and word i look archie was there four years archie could have taken a foreign trip any one of those years mm. he didn't want to he didn't see the value of it woodson's first year which makes a lot of sense to do your first year gain the extra 10 practices but there's something more to it than that you know and we've talked about this and we've talked to people about this they're they're in the casino having fun. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like they had a curfew at 11 and they're working their butts off and getting a bunch of shots up and going through practice and they're working their asses off, but they're also having fun. And they were at the pool and they swam with dolphins, you know, and all that. So fun and freedom and just feeling good about the environment that you're in. I think you're right. It, it does come from this focus on we just want these kids to be confident in who they are and what we're doing here. Well, so and and to speak of like kids want that NBA of Mike Woodson. They what's it like in the NBA? How do you get there? How do you stay there? But you know what's a huge, huge part of the NBA is having a great time when you're on the road. Yes, it's a game. It mm -hmm. also is a game. You got to work hard, but it should be fun. So. <clears throat> Left them, uh, felt really good about that. Like I said, changed my entire tune on Rob. He's going to be a superstar. Going to have a really great year. Probably shoot 40% from three. And then uh, <laughs> walked back to the hotel room where, now these are key points to the story. Holly and I sit down 
mm-hmm. outside of like the lobby of our hotel. And I'm like, do you want to go to the casino? Like again, like she's like, no, but you can. Mm, mm. And I'm like, oh, really? She's like, yeah. Okay. I had half a cigar to finish. I'm like, I'll go. Rabbi texted me that he was going to head to the casino. Great. Holly's like, yeah, I'm just, I'm going to go shower and go to sleep. Like she was tired. We had been up for 17 hours. I don't know. It was, it was, it was a long day. So I go back to the casino and all the players are there. Lander Mm. and uh, uh, Xavier and Trace and Anthony and Michael Doerr, who is so tall. Yeah, Um, big guy. Big guy. Um, Who also, uh, by the time this plays, you'll realize did not play and got a little banged up. I don't know what the injury is. I, I like, I just like, I'm dealing with all these Colts injuries right now. And now you're giving me all this. I know it's like, I don't Maybe it's good. It's just all happening in the preseason, but I'm over it already. I'm with you. Uh, and then all the, um, not the assistants weren't there, but all the grad assistants and Benny Sanders was there and Brian Walsh was there and Isaac green was there and Adam Howard was there and just got to chat to everybody about how much fun they were having. And Tim, Tim, Tim Garl. Tim Garl was at the craps table, baby. (laughs) Timmy G was at the craps table and like teaching the players how to play craps and just watching him teach them. Passing it on to the next generation, the cabbage man. I'm looking around and I don't see uh, Tamar. Like, and Miller, I didn't see. But Mm. I was like, well, I wonder where Tamar is. And so I'm talking to one of the um, grad managers. I won't say which one. Cause I don't know if there's rules about this. I don't know. I don't have any idea, but I'm like, how are things going? He's like, um, really, we're just happy to, we're ready to hit somebody else. Basically. Like we're ready to play a game against somebody else. And this is going to be a tough challenge, but he's kind of telling me about the attitude of the team. And, and he's like, I just got done working out uh, with tomorrow. Oh boy. It was 10 45 PM. Yeah. Like what? He goes, yeah, the gym is closed, but we found a way in and found a ball and we put him, put him through a workout. Yes. At 10 45 PM. That's, in the Bahamas. That's a story that you haven't heard yet. And that that's Tamar Bates first night, by the way, first time Tamar Bates has ever been out of the country mm. in his life. Okay. For by the, by the way, several of these kids first time ever. He's in Atlantis. There's casinos. There's, let's be honest, good eye candy at the casinos. You know, there's pools. There's, I mean, whatever you want to do, like you can have a good time. And what is Tamar Bates doing? He is getting an extra workout in. Okay. So yeah. that's who Tamar Bates is. Mm-hmm. I like and it. so that gets me all pumped up, you know, uh, I hang out for a while talk to Anthony some more really marvel at his Winnie the Pooh shirt. I mean, I, this, the Winnie the Pooh shirt was solid. What was, what was Winnie doing? I believe eating honey out of a jar. Sure. That's how I pictured it, but yeah, I think that's what he was doing. Um, (laughs) Is Winnie the Pooh some kind of drug icon? Mm, Not in particular. No. Holly, do you know anything about Winnie the Pooh's significance? Are you asking me that question? I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, I think it's just a symbol of innocence and purity, truthfully. By the way, 
what I'm really impressed about by your virtual background is that the sun is like right behind you and giving you this like glowing ring. It's it's like not quite Michael Bay lens flare, yeah. but it's uh, it's and it just remains there. It like follows you around wherever I go. Yeah. So cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when I had heard that Tamar did the workout and I had wanted to kind of go see the gym. I, there were a couple other IU fans with me. I don't want to give away their names because I don't know. They it's, you know, there was maybe some trespassing involved. Sure. I'm like, I want to go see the gym. Anybody want to go sneak in with me? And a couple people did say yes. And so I went and we walked down through the casino trying to find this place. We didn't know where the hell we were going to find it. And you, you just walk into ballrooms like uh, imagine like a hotel with giant ballrooms and you open the door to one of the ballrooms and there's a freaking basketball court in it <laughs> i mean like honestly you either set up a bar mitzvah dance floor or you set up a full court basketball setup here comes some clips straight from our trip it's what time is it it's 10 35 we're here in atlantis and that's right, we're sneaking in. We are at the court. This is what the setup is going to be. I'll tell you, it's the weirdest place outside of my front driveway when I was a kid that was at a 30 degree angle to play basketball. This is the strangest setup you've ever seen. You can play basketball and then you can have a full bar mitzvah dance session right here. That's what happens in this room. Oh my God, let's look at this. Let's look at this. How much trouble am I going to get in for being part of this video? Those were some clips straight from our trip. What it reminded me of is that I walked in and I was like, oh, this is where they practice. Because you know how <laughs> like, you know how you see like when, when teams are in a different place, like in a tournament, they do walkthroughs in a ballroom. Right. I was like, well, this is where they do the walkthrough. No, the full basketball court is there and there was no one else there. So I found some basketballs. I found a mop. I did a little Martha. I, I saw did, the Martha shout out. That was I had nice. To do a little Martha. Found some balls. Ran the length of the court. Did some up and backs. Did some suicides. And uh, had a good time. And sweat my absolute balls off. I mean, I sweat through my shirt. I mean, I did full workout. I was there for like forty minutes. Just really? Shoot. Oh yeah. I just I put up a lot of shots. Because it was, a, of them went in. it was a pretty short video. Like you could have banged out what we saw in five minutes, but oh, you, no, no. You I, I, I took my time there. I shot a lot of threes. I shot, I mean, I just, I was on both baskets. I tried to get the microphone to work to announce <laughs> the starting lineup. Couldn't figure sure. that out. I'm pretty proud of the workout I just put in. What time is it? It's almost 11 o'clock at night. Definitely shouldn't be here. Might be the last time I'm allowed to attend an Indiana event, but you know what? If it was, it was worth it. And Atlantis, you're welcome. And then uh, I just was on cloud nine, left there, uh, and then we're headed back through the casino where I meet up with uh, Rabbi is, is in the casino and is still looking fairly disheveled, by the way. And... Uh, meet up with Amanda and her boyfriend are there and we're just kind of hanging out. I'm looking for a place to smoke a cigar. You can't smoke inside. Although later on that night, Rabbi sends me a picture of him smoking a cigar indoors. 
I, I don't know where he was. I think he, by the way, I haven't seen him since. So mm. I do know he made it to the Bahamas and he made it to the hotel, but he may have been arrested now for smoking indoors. So our 60 minute story is still alive. It's still, it still could be alive. Yes. And so I'm looking around and I see a bunch of guys wearing like Adidas tracksuit, and they're all like six foot 10. I'm like, those are the Serbian sons of bitches. I'm going to go talk to them. And I had been told by some other fan that earlier in the day, they saw the Serbians and they said to the Serbians as they were just walking past each other, go IU. And one of the Serbians said, go fuck yourself. <laughs> that's, so, you know what? That's that's that Eastern Bloc old school FU. Yeah. That, that's why they're so good. They're all Ivan Drago. <laughs> if he dies, he dies. They're all that. So I'm like, I'm going to go talk to these dudes. And I went up and talked to them and I was intimidated. I'm looking up at all of them. They're, one is scarier than the next, except for the one who had a full like ward mustache. All, mm, like the Good kid, looking guy. Good looking good, guy. Good looking, a scary man. Just an absolute scary man. And I told him he was scary. Here comes a guest. Here comes a guest. All right, I'm in the casino. I'm doing some scouting. I'm not happy with what I'm seeing because I run into this. Look at this, the Serbian team. What do we got? Names. Give me names. Carlo. What is it? Carlo. Carlo? Yeah. Okay. Nicola. Nicola. Luca. Luca? My yeah. dog's name was Luca. <laughs> Bulldog. Bulldog. Good dog. Your name? Borisha. What's that? Borisha. You're scary. <laughs> Am I right? He's scary. Yeah, yeah. You're like, listen, guys, this is all just for fun, these games. But Indiana's got to win these two games, okay? They just got to, all right? How tall are all of you? How tall are you? Six, six, six ten. Six, ten. Six, ten? Seven, six, ten. I mean, I've never felt smaller in my entire <laughs> life. All right, are you guys looking forward to these games? Sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Do you think you're going to win? Yeah, for sure. Do you know Indiana University? <laughs> You've never heard of Indiana University? Oh, I heard, but I don't know who plays. He doesn't know who plays. What? Do you know Indiana University? Yeah, of course. You like them? Yeah. If why you not? weren't playing, all right, when you're done playing, when you're done playing, will you root for Indiana this year? Oh my God! <laughs> well then, I'm not rooting for Serbia. I'm not rooting for Serbia. <laughs> Who's your biggest rival? The biggest rival? Where? Serbia? What country? Serbia. I'm from Croatia, so... You're from Croatia? Yeah. So you don't even like Serbia? <laughs> yeah. I like Serbia. I mean, <laughs> who do we got here? Are you on the team? Yeah, yeah. Where's the shirt? Look, at he's out for the night. Look yeah. at this guy. Right? Look at him in the Chris, yellow. Chris Rock, he's attracted to people. How's gambling going? You don't gamble, you just watch. You're full of it. I saw you gambling. Ah, I just watch. You just watch. All right. Well, guys, good luck. Have a good game. But I do hope you lose. And I hope you lose big. You're scary. You're a scary, scary man. That was a guest. That was a guest. Let me ask you this. Did you ask them if any of them were named Ivan Renko? Oh, I did not. I should have. I should have asked them if they knew Ivan Renko. Yeah, yeah. He's probably too old to even be playing professional ball, but just check out the roster. Maybe he's on the coaching staff. Fair enough. I will do that tomorrow. So that, uh, that was a fun little journey with them. And so then it was time to come back. 
And Holly had texted me like, hey, when you come back, I'm like, oh, I can't believe you're still awake. She's like, I'm having trouble falling asleep. You know, I'm like, all right, well, I walk in. The room is dark. Nice. I get in the bed and I can just tell something ain't right. <laughs> Holly, I'm telling the story of last night. You need to come here. We need to share this together. Come here. First Hello. time on the pod, right? Is this the first time on the pod? Yeah, I think so. Holly, welcome. Thank you for classing up the joint. Why don't you tell them what was going on in your head when I got into bed? We had been up since 2.30 in the morning. So I don't know. You're better at math. I think we have been up for 43 hours. (laughs) <laughs> we we had not been up for 43 hours but some of that uh some fun. of that nose candy a long <laughs> i wish if i had had some nose candy i would have felt better but i'm i've reached a certain age in my life where i need like i don't know a solid four in order to feel like a normal human being and sure. i got maybe three and then a long day of travel and a long day of just you know navigating this resort and i don't know why you're looking at me like that because i have to ask you a question what when you went into the other room just now what did you put on makeup no i'm you look so good. sunburned because you look good by the way Aaron, you look good this is how i've looked the entire night you- i think you are now <laughs> just looking at me you look really good Shouldn't that just be a compliment? Shouldn't that just be a compliment? No, not when you've been in my company for seven hours when I look <laughs> like this. It's that what? is the truth. I'm not kidding. We've Guys. been to dinner. We've we've hung out. I mean, this is the first time he's actually looking at me all night. Holly, Holly, this this isn't that podcast. I know. <laughs> I was going to say, let's get Mandy on okay. the phone. All right. Let's, so let's call it. Mandy. You're, you're overtired. You're overtired. I'm, I'm beyond tired. Right. Overtired. And I am. And also, okay, here's the, here's, here's the deal. I, I, I also can have a hard time falling asleep. I I'm <laughs> once I'm asleep, I'm good. I stay asleep, but I have a hard time falling asleep. And sometimes what, I need, um, you know, would it be terribly inappropriate to to for you to tell us the, the story of what you 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 oh accidentally took another, one night to try to podcast? Sleep. We have no time for that. We have no time for that. Otherwise, one of the greatest stories ever. I, the best. The I, best. Well, another time, I promise. But okay. The um, well, we can't screw our listeners. The end of that story is she. No. What are you about to say? You can't ruin the story. Holly, you're not coming on the podcast again. We're just going to do this. And I want to tell the people. She thought she was taking a sleeping pill and she ate her son's teeth. (laughs) That's the story in her stupor. She reached over to grab the pills and instead she grabbed the collected baby teeth of her son and she ate the tooth (laughs) and didn't realize it till the next morning because she thought, oh, I got a great night of sleep. And she wakes up and looks and all the pills are still there. Let me tell you, the placebo effect is real because I took that baby tooth and I was like, oh, I am finally relaxing. I can feel it. Let me tell you something. She should have taken a whole damn mouthful of baby teeth last night. 
<laughs> By the way, if you want to hear the full story, even though Eric just ruined it, you can tune into Loletta. Oh and my God, she's plugging it. Loletta and Morena, go there now. Eric's ex-wife. Warren just said, go there now. So, okay, back to my trauma from last night. So I'm having trouble falling asleep. I've reached the point, you know, when a baby, and yes, I'm comparing myself to an infant, but you know, when a baby reaches the point of being so tired, they can't fall asleep there. That was me last night. But as it, it, the way it manifests in a human being is you just kind of go a little, like a little temporarily insane. Mm -hmm. So I was irrational. I was very emotional. I was also upset because he's borderline narcoleptic. He can fall asleep like that. <laughs> you should fall on each other. There you go. Um, so he can fall asleep very easily. So this is in my mind, what was about to happen. I was going to like relax and fall asleep. And as soon as I hit like vague REM, like he would have come bursting into the room, mm -hmm. you know, told me about his night, gotten ready for bed, laid down. And then immediately he would be snoring and I'd still be like laying awake, you know, trying to go to sleep and even more like anxious because of all that upheaval that just came into the room. Sure. So I was, I was, I was not doing well. I was not um, of my right mind. So I was feeling a little emotional and I, I started crying because I was so tired and uh -huh. he to like console me. Wait, and so I hadn't do, articulated you, any of this. You be really. me and I'll be you. This is okay, what happened. Like, be kind. Be okay. Kind. But, okay. but all I did was take one hand, be one hand and mm -hmm. gently tried to touch her back. So she's going to be, I was trying mm -hmm. to be supportive. Mm -hmm. Right. I just need space. <laughs> Give me space. I was struggling. I was struggling. And I got up from the bed over there mm -hmm. and I came and I just sat on the couch over here at 1230. You gave and, her space. And I gave her space. And all I hear is just. A woman, the woman that you love, just crying. Just breaking down. I was breaking down. And, and I i don't know if you've ever had this feeling, Ward. It doesn't happen to me very often, but I had this thought and I wasn't like rash. It wasn't a rational thought, but I thought maybe I was never going to fall asleep again in my life. <laughs> like I was going to be, I was just going to, as Eric would say, just keep it rolling. And I would never be able to sleep again and she articulated that to me what in the midst of crying mm -hmm. right when she's crying and she goes i'm just never gonna be able to fall asleep again ever it took everything in me not to laugh i mean <laughs> everything I'm like i'm like mm -hmm. i'm like just you know dude, take but you take, also had another thought was what was your other thought my other thought was we're gonna have to take her to the freaking hospital we're going to, she's, she's having a total mental breakdown. She waited until we got to the Bahamas and mm -hmm. she's having a nervous breakdown. She's having a total nervous breakdown. Mm -hmm. So Rabbi's in a Bahamian prison and this one's going to be in a, in a, in a mental psych ward. And I'm just going to have a good time in the Bahamas. But that, health system? But I don't know. System. I don't know. But in my head, that is what I thought. I thought for sure we're going to the hospital. Then, then like 10 minutes later, Nothing is said in those 10 minutes except for intermittent whimpering. And yeah. then she just says, you can come back now. <laughs> I said it nicer than that. Ultimately, I got back in bed. 
She falls asleep. Not in that order. He got back into bed snoring immediately. Mm, mm. And then I had to do some breathing exercises. I had to do some, you know, take a baby to breathing. I had to like go to a safe place. And then eventually, oh, I took another uh, a half of a Xanax. Baby tooth. And Baby then tooth. I, and then, or vitamin X, as I like to call it. And then I somehow fell asleep and I woke up eight hours later to the sound of you going to the bathroom. <laughs> Man, <laughs> going to sleep to the snoring to waking up to the what I hope was peeing. That's that's love. Just, that's love. I was in a I don't sleepy that, haze. I don't remember. I don't have that strong of a stream. <laughs> so that was our first night in the Bahamas. It's been just oh. so good. So great. You look good, though. So you look great. real good. Thanks. This is what I look like all day. Okay. All right. Bye, Ward. So, bye, Holly. Um, thanks. All right. Thanks for glamming up the pod so we wake up we go get some breakfast great breakfast wait just for the record i thought all that buildup was because something tragic had happened while while you were gone because i still don't know how the tragedy happened so i thought when you were like she was all upset and everything i thought maybe somehow she was to blame for the tragedy the tragedy the tragedy which is coming up is still a mystery war okay i mean you've got me on the edge of my seat so we get breakfast, come back from breakfast, and something strange happens after breakfast. We meet up with Evan Martin and his wife, who became our like travel companions. Mm-hmm. And a gentleman sees us standing outside of the uh, lobby, and I am wearing an Indiana shirt, my Indiana shorts. You know, I'm all Indiana, my red and white candy stripe toenails. Those yeah. are still rocking. And he comes up and he's like, are you a coach? And I just kind of looked at him and looked at myself and I go, no, if I am, we got real problems. <laughs> He's like, well, you connected some way. And I'm like, I'm here for Indiana. That's how I'm connected. <clears throat> and he goes, you guys should really recruit my son. Actually, my sons. I'm like, what? Now, let me take a step back. The night before at the casino, besides seeing the Serbians and our players, There was also a gentleman with braids, with dreads in his hair that I saw over and over again. And the reason I remember this guy is because he was like seven feet tall. And he looked like he was 35 years old. Okay. And I'm like, is that who we're playing against? Because this guy's going to murder us. He is so big. And he was like thick. I I believe you described it to me earlier as thick. Thick. (laughs) And... This gentleman goes, you should really, Indiana should really recruit my sons. And I'm like, oh, I'm sure your sons are like, what? Are they good at Nerf basketball? You know, what do they have the record at Chuck E. Cheese for Papa Shot? So I have that. I have that. Oh, do you? Good. Uh, Eagle Rock. Eagle Eagle Rock Rock uh, location. (laughs) And he he says to me, no, you should look it up. He's like, my son, he's, uh, he's seven feet tall. He's here. And I'm like, is he the kid with the dreads? He goes, yeah. I go, that's your son? He goes, he goes, yeah. I go, how old is he? He goes, he's in eighth grade. <laughs> you added the screaming what? part, right? <laughs> yes. Eighth grade? I'm, I'm like blown away. Eighth grade. And his other son is in eighth grade. It's a stepson and his biological son. They're both in eighth grade. They both are stars in Wisconsin. And 
He's like, yeah, uh, Marquette, Notre Dame, Wisconsin, they're all recruiting him. Indiana should recruit him. I'm like, we're all the people that would recruit are here. <laughs> like, let's figure this out. What can happen here? I don't know. So anyway, that ends. We go get breakfast and we then just hit the beach, board ward with us the whole time. I, I, yeah. I just, I, I want to applaud you on re- your restraint for not immediately launching into the NIL conversation with that. that, that That'd be a violation. Dad. That would be a but, violation. Would it? Would it? Can't be an inducement. Okay. Can't be. We, an yeah, we're we're just getting the land. Like you know, I need to know the ground rule rules too. Yeah. No, no, no. That you can't do that. That would be an inducement. So okay. Um, you can tell a recruit how well current players have done on NIL. No, I I wasn't saying anything like, "Hey, we'll hook your son up." Just about like, "Hey, this is how IU does this." I told. Like, well, I did. I did tell him IU is. IU athletes do well in NIL. Yeah, we're the leader. We're going to be the leader. (laughs) So go to the beach. Board Ward's with us at the beach. He's propped up in the sand. You know, he's catching some rays. We're having a good time. Best life. Yep. Uh, Some intermittent downpours. We head over to the pool. And then it's just like an incredible, like, carousel of Indiana fans, Kenya Hunter's walking around. Dane Fife, Blair Fife, Miller Cop, and really got to spend a bunch of time with Will Cop, Miller's dad. Yeah. Smoked a cigar together. Great guy. Just great family. Great family. We talked about just how serious Miller takes this, you know, and like how important it is to him. And cut to later on that day, I find out that while everybody's at the pool, you know where Miller Cop is? In the gym. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say practicing magic tricks. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. <laughs> but in the gym, getting it. So that's, again, Tamar Bates, Miller Cop. We've heard X is a work ethic guy. Like the people they have brought into the program that this staff is responsible for, these are work ethic dudes. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> so it's just a great, fun day. Ran into Dane Fife. I'm like, Dane, where are you going? He was like moonwalking away from the pool with a brown bag, a brown mm-hmm. bag with a mm-hmm. long cylinder of something in the brown bag. And I'm like, all right, Dane's enjoying vacation. I'm like, he's brown bagging it. All right. What, you know, <laughs> uh, I saw cold 45 being sold at the, uh, at the, like the refrigerators inside. But then he like comes back to me before he leaves. And I notice it's not liquor. It's a sleeve of Pringles. <laughs> Snacks was sneaking Pringles. And I honestly think that he was trying to pass it off as liquor because <laughs> that would be better than him just downing a sleeve of Pringles. Snacks strikes again. Strikes again. So uh, just a great day. We decided to go have lunch uh, at, at this little like outdoor area. Let me say this about the Bahamian people, whether it's the hotel service folks, the people that work at the restaurants, our driver that drove us from the airport here, or the guy who waited on us for lunch. They're the nicest people in the world. And it's not fake nice. These are genuinely nice human beings. And you know why that is? I don't. They live in the Bahamas. (laughs) Fair enough. They're just the nicest people in the world, including our waiter at the time of this lunch, Frisco. 
Frisco's in and out and he's helping us and he's drying off the table because it was raining. And I'm telling a story to Evan about Vince McMahon. He wants to know some stories. I'm telling him a story about Vince McMahon. And I look over to my left and I look down and I see something that is, it made my heart drop. And I couldn't believe it. And then I just lifted it up. And that's when I lifted up. He was decapitated. Board Ward was decapitated. What? What decapitated Board Ward? This is what I'm waiting for the answer to. Ward, we don't know. I think it was Holly. <laughs> that, that's that's what I was waiting for you to tell me in the hotel story. I think it was Holly. She's in the other room right now. She's in the bathroom. But I think it was Holly. She doesn't like that Board Ward gets my attention. I have to be careful here. I have to she, be careful here. She's got to feel like a bit of a third wheel when you. She's a bit of a third wheel when when yeah, Board sure. Ward and I are together. Look, I mean, it's special. Board Ward's with me all the time, and she's not. And I think she feels a little, like you said, third wheel. And he's decapitated, and I freak out. I mean, I freak out. I don't know what to do. And Frisco comes over with a stapler. <laughs> I'm not stapling Board Ward back together. I'm going to figure it out. Don't worry. I'm going to figure out. But Board Ward is decapitated. And that made the day take a dip. I'll be honest. It made the day take a real dip. Hey, guys. Uh, Eric here, Hoosier Hysterics, reporting from Atlantis, Bahamas. Um, Board Ward's with me. We're just enjoying a, a lunch. I know I, I don't seem uh, my usual jovial self, and there's a reason for that. And this is hard for me to even articulate, honestly. But um, uh, he got decapitated. I mean, he got decapitated. Board Ward's been decapitated. I can only imagine how broken up all of you are because I know how broken up I am and I know how literally broken up Board Ward is. So uh, I, I got to do some work to figure out if I can repair this. I am wondering if those around you sympathized or just thought it was as funny as I do. <laughs> There's no sympathy. There's no sympathy. Um, and then I had to call you and I called you so that we could do so that I could give you the news because I didn't want the worst thing that in my head was like, he's going to find out from the news. He's going to be watching TMZ. Sports Center. He's going to watch TMZ. He's going to be on his CNN app and he's going to find out. And, and he's, and it's going to drive a wedge between you and I, because if anybody's going to tell you about board war being decapitated, it's got to be me. Well, here's board ward. Oh God. He looks see? Is he getting a tan? Are you keeping some lotion on him? Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! I, I don't know what to tell you, man. I've never been this upset in my life. <laughs> Board Ward's been decapitated. Who, what, or how was Board Ward decapitated? Locals. <laughs> Locals. The journey of Board Ward is not going to end with a decapitation. I'll tell you that. His story isn't going to end with a decapitation. 
I feel like it's going to be a Humpty Dumpty situation. Frisco, who's been great, I asked him if he had any duct tape. Frisco, say hi. That's the real ward. How you doing? Good to see you, Frisco. So, Frisco comes over and says, I couldn't find duct tape, but what did you come with? He brings a stapler. That's right. I wish you'd been a little more cognizant of the fact that I didn't want to see Frisco holding the stapler. <laughs> like that, that hit me pretty hard. That's when I knew it was real and there wasn't an easy solution at hand. There, there is no easy solution. Um, there's been a lot of talk about solutions and, and I've got a couple ideas. Uh, I have found out that it is impossible to get anything on next day delivery from Amazon to the Bahamas. Wow. Wow. So we're, we're, we're working. I'll also tell you this. It is impossible to find duct tape on this island. <laughs> I mean, it is impossible to find duct there, tape. I asked for duct tape and these people think I am crazy. <laughs> they, they don't even know what it is. Because I, I will say I'm a little shocked that in the complex of Atlantis, there's not like a full FedEx Kinko's in there somewhere. I, fair. Or how about a roll of duct tape? <laughs> how do they fix anything here? Maybe it's too humid. Maybe it doesn't hold up the, to the humidity. So I've got some ideas. So that ended that, you know, that was mid pool day. I'll be honest, we did enjoy some time at the pool after that. I that's, that's what he would have wanted. And he, he stayed with us in spirit and, and truthfully in our bag. The head was a in lot. the bag the rest of the day. So much easier to carry him around now. So much easier. But although I, gotta, I feel like I have to carry this too. But you can't no. do stuff like this now. <laughs> then it just looks like you. <laughs> yeah, it's just me. Skinnier. <laughs> um, so... Uh, then we get ready, uh, just great conversations with Indiana folks. Everybody's so excited about the season. Great conversations with Kenya and great conversations with Brian Walsh and Benny Sanders and everybody just excited because they, the word that everybody is using truthfully is they're all just curious. That's the word that has come up multiple times. They're curious about what this team is. Mm. That's the word. It's not like it's optimism for sure. But it's curiosity. They want to know what happens when this team gets smacked in the mouth. What happens when they play against a Serbian team that like is six, the average height is like six, eight. You know, what, what happens when they play against a team that's been together for a while, that are professionals, that are men, many of them. And what if all this stuff that they've been working on in practice against themselves, what happens when you play against people who are actually trying to beat you? And so there's just this incredible level of curiosity about the games that are going to happen tomorrow. And we'll do another one of these and, and Sunday. So um, in that it's, they are very much in the exact same position as the rest of us. Yes, they really are. And I think it's kind of, um, there's no BS about it. It's like, we don't know yet. Like we're happy you know, we, we're working hard. They're, they're learning. They're listening. We haven't put in all the stuff we're going to put in, but we're tired of playing against ourselves, and this will be really good, and this will be a great barometer and a good kind of reality check for going forward, you know? So do that. Come upstairs. Get ready. And then we went to this little lounge that ended up being this gathering of IU people, including 
Dane, Kenya, Coach Ya, Thad Mata. Oh, got to spend some time with Thad Mata at the pool. Yeah, I wanted you to talk about that. Sorry, I I, I, I shouldn't have forgotten that. It was, I'm really, you and I got to shake hands with Thad for two mm-hmm. seconds back in Bloomington a few weeks ago. <clears throat> but I got to sit with him and talk a little bit today. And, uh, and it was great because he has so much enthusiasm for Indiana. He has so much energy for being there in the role that he is. And I flat out asked him, I go, is it hard for you to be this close to the thing that you did at the highest level that without winning a national championship, but big 10 championships, final fours, championship games, right? He made a championship oh, game. Yeah. Knocking on the door of the Odin and Conley. Right. Um, and multiple big 10 championships, multiple big 10 tournament championships. And I just said, is it hard for you? Cause I think it would, uh, it just would make sense to be like this close, but not all the way. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, you know what? He's like, I, I love what I'm doing here. And he genuinely just seemed to be so happy to <clears throat> be part of Indiana basketball and wanting to help Woody so much get this thing to where we all want it to get. And he does too. And again, but, curious about what's going to happen in the games. But, but you know why he's so happy? Because he's he, in the Bahamas. Yeah, he's in the Bahamas. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was just a very cool conversation uh, from a guy who has done it at the highest possible level and and now is part of our program and has a real energy and enthusiasm for it in the yeah, role that he's And that's where you know the man is is a professional. Not to say you can't be unbelievably passionate as a professional, but to me, the whole idea of, of having been like at Butler, at Xavier, at Ohio State, and then being able to come to IU and just be fully passionate about, you know, IU, I would be, if if I was at another school that wasn't IU, I would be sabotaging that school actively. <laughs> Fair. So um, then we went to this like reception lounge area and all the coaches showed up, you know, and Coach Woody walks in. Mm. And he's just, I watched him, Ward. The guy, nobody was in his ear telling him who to go talk to. No, Nobody was with him. He was with his lovely wife. But he just went person to person and introduced himself and shook everyone's hand. Fans, boosters, me. Like anybody who was there, he just thanked for being there and mm. introduced and didn't rush through like spent some time met holly was really nice and holly had the greatest holly is very intuitive about people mm. and she always says this thing about them when she really like f- has a good feeling about somebody she says i like their face mm. you know like there's kindness in their face and she's in the bathroom where i would have her tell you what she said about coach woody but i said holly did you like coach woody's face and she said he smells so good. You get some of that spice bomb. You might have some spice bomb. <laughs> might have some spice bomb. By the way, Kenya Hunter is in crazy shape. I don't want to like, I don't want to like get crazy here, but like the dude's <laughs> a rock. Like, well, rock. I, I, I noticed he was fit as a fiddle when we were back in Bloomington, but when he left midway through our podcast to get his workout in, I knew that he was going to show up down there in really good shape. Yeah, he was in good shape. Uh, Holly, 
how good does Coach Woody smell? He smells real good, is what she said. I still feel like it's important, though. We know if she liked their face, his face. Do, oh, did yeah. you? Did you hear that? Yep. Yeah. Love the face Love too. The um, but it was the smell that really left an impression. There you go, Holly. What was your impression? You have to speak up here. What was your impression of Dane Fife? What did you say to me? Did I say he was a freak? <laughs> he was a freak. <laughs> she is intuitive. He's got an inner freak inside of him somewhere. I mean, Dane is just entertaining as hell. And he was being Dane, you know, uh, Coach Yah was there. Um, just great people. And Scott Dolson was there. Should I say who else was there? Yes. Oh, my God. Okay. Yes. This was nuts. This but we can't. I don't. We're not. This is not a politics show. So just stop. Don't. Whatever you're going to say, stop it. <laughs> and you too, Ward. No, you, I, I got to know who I got to know who it is first. I'm going to tell you. No, you. Oh, can I, no, can I, no opinion no one opinion. way or the other. No opinion. Who is a politician, Ward, who has gotten into some hot water within the last year for going on a certain vacation when he shouldn't have? Ted Cruz. Yeah, he was there. <laughs> it's With weird. I thought it. I think everything's fine in Texas. I don't know why he was in the Bahamas. Yeah, I know. So Ted Cruz is there. It's like all these Indiana people and Ted Cruz and his family. So <laughs> anyway, just kind of a weird setup, uh, but great. And so much energy and enthusiasm. You know, uh, it just, it all feels good. And just watching Woody go around this room to every fan that decided to make the trip to the Bahamas to support Indiana and shake their hand and spend a couple minutes with each one, mm. you know, uh, look them in the eye, great smile, and just talk to them and thank them. It's the feeling that we've wanted for so long, you know, that we have felt like was missing, especially these last four years. One big happy family has been missing for 20 years. And it is no small thing for all of you who went to do that, to support IU and a couple of exhibition games. And so for Woody to take that time, I just, I know the, the few moments he took with us in Bloomington, it really makes you feel special. It really makes you feel appreciated. It really makes you feel a part of that family. So I'm, I'm really glad to hear that that's just who he is, not somebody he's being directed to be. Cause you know, you can't really fake that. You you can't. It was it was genuine, and you can tell he enjoys it. And uh, so then we went to dinner, uh, Holly and I, with Evan and um, and his wife, and fun dinner. Uh, left dinner, and I said, Evan, you want to see the basketball court, don't you? He's like, <laughs> Oh yeah. Now you're taking tours. <laughs> so we go back to the basketball courts, and we get right to the part where the court was. And there were a bunch of barricades up. I'm For like, real? these weren't here yesterday. <laughs> and we sneak around the barricades. And I'm like, the door still looks open. So we get around the barricades and we go to the door and we walk in. And there's a security dude in there. And he was <laughs> up quickly. Now I'll say this. <clears throat> He's a, Baham a Bahamian security guard. He was super nice as he was <laughs> kicking us out. <laughs> 
Um, so we got a quick look, but we were out of there. Uh, came back, smoked a cigar, and that's the first, let's call it 30 hours or so in the Bahamas. Sounds like a damn good time. I feel like I've I've been there with you now. I'm, I feel, you know, there was there was definitely some FOMA going on today, refreshing the Twitter feed, clocking towards 10,000. I think I'm oh going to I think I'm I'm going to unfollow us so I can be our 10,000 <laughs> follower too. <laughs> Where are we? Do you know what number we're at? Oh, it's it's under it's 9,945. We're 55 away. 55 away. Yep. Dude, this may happen based on the game tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, at the rate it's been going since you got there, I think you're going to definitely hit it tomorrow. Oh, that's awesome. Well, thank you to anybody who's following us. And Ward, uh, let's do another one of these tomorrow after the game. Yeah, because I definitely want play-by-play of the entire game. Write it down, make notes, and then you're just going to tell all of us play-by-play what happened. Maybe I'll record it. Okay, okay. Maybe I'll live stream it. Hey, what are they going to do? Throw you in a Bahamian jail? (laughs) With Ravi? (laughs) There you God, are. I don't want to be in a prison cell sharing a floor shitter with Rabbi. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I mean, are you going to leave your shirt unbuttoned? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just Ward. I'm just I'm just a guy in the Bahamas, man. Now I'm starting to think you might not come back. <laughs> I- I'm, I got my feet up. I'm just settling in over here. I'm just really settling in. It looks like the island life is really agreeing with you and that maybe this big city bustle is, is a thing of the past. It's just not, it's just not for me anymore, man. <laughs> I mean, it's just, uh, I've been thinking about, you know, life and, you know, just sitting on the beach. I'm watching the waves roll in one after the, the other. It, you know, did you hear that? that? I believe Holly said we could never stay here because they don't have good Wi-Fi. Yeah, she just doesn't get it, man. <laughs> Dude, I think you've been smoking some of that Bahamian herb. I think you thought it was a cigar, but now your mind has been expanded. It could be, man. I mean, I'm just. <laughs> I'm just one with the ocean. I'm one with the environment. I'm just one with the one, you know, dude. Yeah, man. That's like your opinion, man. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get into business. There Let me he is. Up. Let me Thank, up. You. Thank you. Yes. Uh, yeah, for, for those everybody. of you, those of you who aren't watching this, just be glad you aren't. <laughs> All right. Here's where we're at. It is Saturday night. Around midnight, I have very little voice left, uh, and I need to conserve some for the game tomorrow, obviously. But yes. where we last left off was, I believe, Thursday night, which was the day before the game. It was game day eve. Yes, that is that is my recollection as well. So Friday was spent largely at the pool, hanging out with Hoosiers, you know, just a bunch of Hoosiers, just 
Whoa. ballpark. How many Hoosiers were populating the Atlantis are currently? That's a great question. I don't know. Maybe a thousand? No kidding. That many. Am I wrong? I mean, it's got to be many, many hundred. It has. Okay. I mean, look, this the, the arena holds like 1,500. The arena. What am I talking about? All of them. <laughs> the it's like 1,500 to 2,000, and they're all Indiana fans, with the exception of a small group of commie-loving Serbian fans. So they do travel. BC travels. A couple. I don't know what those people are. Like, I, who knows what's going on there? But Friday was really spent just, I think, everybody, honestly, very excited and very nervous for the really? game. Yes. There were definitely nerves. Just, I mean, true excitement, true excitement. But, you know, they say physiologically, excitement and nervousness are the same thing. They elicit the same physiological response in the body. And okay. so, you know, you're just kind of walking that line of like, I can't wait to see him. And oh my God, are we going to get smoked? Mike Pegram will tell you that I made the bold prediction that, and all, as, as you know, accurate as always, that we would get smoked, that we would just absolutely get smoked. You put that out there? Oh yeah. I thought we were going to get smoked. These guys are so big and scary, man. They're so big. They got mustaches that don't look like yours. They're scary. They're scary mustaches. Oh, oh. That's one of the nicest things you've ever said about my mustache. Yeah, it's not scary. It's plenty of other things, but it ain't scary. <laughs> so just a lot of time spent um, getting to hang out with, with families and, and, you know, meet some. We got to really meet and get to know Miller Cops family who are just wonderful people. I mean, just yeah. absolutely wonderful people. Um. And, and just Hoosier fans everywhere. And you, it's like we're all like part of this big family now that we, we all see each other passing at the pool, you know, at the restaurants, uh, in your hotel. And you're just all part of this thing together. It's like we're all uh, went away on Indiana camp. That's yeah, what it, it feels like. It, it seems like the more laid back, um, populous fantasy camp, you know, yes. but it, in, instead of like pushing yourself to some sort of physical extreme besides the water slides, this is the opposite. You're all, it's a bunch of Indiana fans. Most that came from someplace else in this case, everybody came from someplace else and they're all chilling out in the Bahamas together because they love IU specifically IU basketball. That's exactly right. And I'll tell you what was a little strange about um, Friday at the pool was you did not see the coaches like the coaches and the staff. It was like game day prep. You know, Woody was not smoking cigars and Walsh wasn't laying out with his, you know, ward like hair. Like he wasn't out there. You know he what I'm talking hair. about? He has yeah, great. hair. He has great yeah. hair. It was, it was game day. It was, it was game day. And the fan base, I think felt it too. And we found out when, the team was going to be walking from their hotel over to the venue, which you have to pass through the casino. So I was like, well, we got to do a pep rally, right? We got to do a pep rally. Yeah. So I put out a social media video, put it out on Twitter. Anybody I saw, I was talking to. 
And it seemed like everybody was like on board, but you have no idea if anybody's going to show up, right? Sure. So we head over to this, uh, the lobby of the Royal uh, Hotel where the, the team was staying around 5.30. And there were a bunch of Indiana people there. And the crowd just kept building and building. And people were like, hey, I'm ego boost 22 on pigs and i'm i'm this on twitter this is my handle and four years or not four years ago two years ago i wrote you a, a message on pigs and you responded and 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 you know you said this and i've been meaning to say thank you for that for two years like <laughs> wow i was gonna say i thought he i thought he then went on to punch you in the face i thought yeah, that's how that I was know. gonna end <laughs> yeah, i gotta tell you man that that, that feeling is in the back of my head Every time I meet somebody, I'm like, is this going to be the one that hates me? And is this one of the haters who we're just going to have to settle it the old fashioned way, which is me kicking them in the balls and running away. That's, that's how I would handle it. Here we are in line at the game. First person in line. What's your name? Brandon Stroud. Let's go Hoosiers. Let's go Hoosiers. First, what time did you get here? 4.30. I mean, that's a fan. Second person in line. Did you jump? Wow, he jumped. All right, let's see what else we got here. Everybody say hi. Everybody say hi. Cheerleader, high five. Give high board ward a high five. Yeah, that's good. There we go. And then, are you guys in line? No, are you even Indiana fans? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes okay. you are. All right, very yes, good. You, are. Yes. you guys look like twins, but like different years. So not twins, siblings. All right, we're at the end of the line. We'll see how it grows over the next couple minutes. And then we see the team coming. And... Everybody lined up on two sides, and ha God bless Holly. You hear that? <laughs> she's so tired. She's so tired. She's got a headache. She's tired. She's still getting over just a Coke binge last night. I mean, it's nuts. I told you to keep her nose out of the powder, man. <laughs> you mean the my favorite nickname for cocaine? Do you have a favorite nickname for cocaine? I always liked uh, Bolivian marching powder. Oh, that's good. But I think I have you beat. Booger sugar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that way better. Holly is saying, please tell everyone that she has, does not and has never done cocaine. Okay, I'll say it. People, listen, everybody listen. Holly Crosby, Crosby has never done cocaine, probably. By the way, I got to tell a funny story about the last name. So, um, so. Well, I, I was, that was an homage to her being distraught on Twitter. Yes, exactly. So we'll have <laughs> to get to that, which is so good. So, so everybody lines up. The energy was awesome. People were mm. so excited, Ward. And I mean, we're talking, you know, we met these two wonderful people who are juniors at Indiana. Nice. You know? 
And they came in and they just wanted to talk about IU and talk about the podcast and talk about the team and what we're excited about. And I do want to say this. I, I mean, you and I have talked about this. We live for people coming up and talking to us. You know, I mean, we love talking about it. But I do want to just apologize to everyone. I don't know what I'm talking about when you ask me to give you my opinion on the team. I, like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. I thought we'd get smoked. So like, I just don't know. I know nothing. I just know I love it so much. And part of why I said we would get smoked is because it's a defense mechanism. Of course. A hundred percent. You all, you always, always, that's the pessimist. And I get where it's coming from because you want to be happily surprised every time. That's the only time you can be disappointed in life is if you have high expectations. It's a terrible way to live your life. It is. It's awful. It's awful. The dark place. So the team starts walking and we start singing Indiana or Indiana. And it was so cool. And I love, I just don't know what the hell everybody else that's staying at the Atlantis thinks is going on right now. I mean, it's nuts. And, and the team comes walking through. And my favorite thing about it is, and you could probably play the video here if you would like, uh, drop that in. The best part about it is the team is trying to look so hard. <laughs> trying to look so hard. Oh, we're focused. They're all smiling. Race Thompson's fighting smiles back. Anthony Leals, I stick out Board Ward's disembodied head, which <laughs> Holly has renamed Portable Ward, which so I- So much easier. So much easier. Oh, for the body part, with the, the body without the head, that is hashtag he- headless wardsman, <laughs> which is also very good. But portable ward, I'm sorry, I'm giving credit to Holly. I don't know who came up with that. Portable what about ward. what about hashtag port award? Port award is good. Port award. Port award is good. It seems like it's something that you pee on. That's why I thought it was funny. It yeah. sounds like it sounds like a, a, a portable toilet. So, by the way, there were also these two little girls wearing IU cheerleader outfits that was just the cutest thing in the world. They were doing cartwheels and like, I mean, it was amazing. And then like Rocky Balboa running up the stairs in Philadelphia for training, we all just form a group behind these guys and march with them to the venue. Awesome. Okay, so we all go. And then when we get there, they line us up. The team goes in. And Ward, there are so many funny things about this. You are just in the ballroom hallway. Like, this is <laughs> this is not set up for high-end collegiate basketball. It's well, barely set up for AAU. It's barely set up for you and me playing pickup basketball. And everybody lines up, and everybody's having a blast. Like, there's just so much fun happening. You get your tickets, everybody's lined up, and you walk, you walk in. Um, they 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 walk you into the ballroom. Now, I had already been there because I snuck in a couple nights before, so I knew what to right. expect. What right. I did not expect is where my seats were, which yeah, great seats. Oh my god, it was just right on the floor, directly opposite Woody, directly opposite the bench. While you were allowed to stream, we all enjoyed that view. So I just said, screw it, turned on the stream and probably got a good, what, 20 minutes of warmups over the course of um, 
uh, over the course of the warmups. And then, I mean, it's a weird start. They didn't announce starting lineups. They did the, the Serbian national anthem, I assume. And they did the, how was uh, it? Was it, was it catchy? No, no, it was not. It was, it was like everything Russian. (laughs) You are uh, terribly offending all our Serbian listeners. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Holly just said you are going to get murdered. Um, (laughs) But the best part of the national anthem was, so they line up Indiana staff and team line up and they take the entire uh, width of the court from the Indiana bench directly over to us. Who'd you get? Who's next to you? Well, I was videotaping it or live streaming it. I don't know if this, I didn't see it. I think I might've deleted this one, but because I thought I could be clever and live stream them and delete them. And then nobody would know the difference, but guess what they do. But (laughs) so I'm just panning down the line from Woody all the way down. And then I get to like, Xavier, Trace is near the end, Parker, and then Holly directly next to them, (laughs) just lined up like her face right there next to them. (laughs) It was so good. So (laughs) the game, the game starts and there was some feeling out the first couple possessions. They just looked, the other team looked so big and strong. Race Mm. makes the first bucket, which was awesome. But where things really started feeling good is when Miller Cop hit the first three. Mm-hmm. His first shot is a Hoosier, and he hit the three, and I lost my mind. I mean, I that, that I heard that yeah, I heard. Good. Oh yeah, that was on the stream, right? Yes. So yes. I mean, I was so happy. Now I was sitting directly next to Evan Martin, and I was in between Evan and his wife. And Holly was one seat down. She didn't want to sit next to me. Yeah, Um, she knows. Let's just say that if Evan Martin's wife liked me at all before the game, by three minutes in, she disliked me very much. You're you're so excited at the game. Yeah, but if you're sitting next to that. I mean, I have, I have been, I love you're, you're the same as me. She's normal. She's normal. (laughs) I mean, you're the pot. I'm the kettle. She's the baker. I don't know. Does that work? I'll think about it later. Yeah, sure. The game is going on and look, I'm sure assembly call pigs and rabbi. Everybody's done their analysis of, of the play of, of the game. And Rabbi really gets into breaking down what the movement is and ball screen coverage. I, I don't know any of that stuff. Like, I don't right. know. Rabbi's for, forgot more of that than you'll know. Yeah. But what we need from you is, yes, your observations, but just make sure it's always coming from the gut. And here it is. They had fun playing basketball. They were that's that's the operative word of all your interviews with these I know, guys. I know, and not planted, just organic. And the way Woody talks to these guys, and, and for tomorrow's game, I'm gonna try to get more clips of seeing Woody talk to the team. Great. Because every time somebody went out, I remember last year, the last few years with Archie, how many times did he just ignore the guy? The guy would come out and he would just go right down to the bench. Woody talks to every single one of them. Mm. and it always ends with a pat on the butt most or almost all that i saw did and almost all of them end with a smile 
Like mm. he's smiling, they're smiling, he's coaching them. But there, there are just these great moments of seeing how he interacts with them. You even saw that with the referees. There was a mm. bad call where Xavier Johnson should have gotten a continuation on an and one and they didn't give it to him. And Woody was upset and went after the ref. And it ended with them laughing with each other. Like there's just an affable, likable thing about Woody. Wait, you got to back up to that moment where like his, his mentor, his coach comes out dramatically close to the beginning of the game. He did. It was, it, I, I was caught up in the warmups and, and the national like all the, I was just caught up in so much that I wasn't focused on where he was walking out from. So I came to it late but you just see him march in and there was a buzz in the room. There absolutely was. It was like everybody realized, oh, we're getting to see this for the first time. This is special. He's back. You know, yeah. he is back. And, and this I'm, is the first time he's yeah. taking the court. And I'm sorry, exhibition or not, it's a real game. You kept score. There are referees. This is the first real game. Yes. And it felt like that even though the crowd is weird as far as how far away most of them are from the court and you're playing in the bar mitzvah ballroom down here in NASA. It, it, there was What's the capacity in that place. Well, I, I can't say what that is. Not like, not, not, I'm not, not like keeping it a secret. <laughs> Top secret. They, they didn't pack the place with chairs, probably for COVID. You know, they just set up chairs around. I don't know. Maybe there were 2000 chairs set up. 1500 okay. to 2000 maybe but ward it's a weird setup it feels like there's 42 people in the crowd yeah you know, you're yeah. very separated the sections are separated i mean there was nobody within you know behind us there was nobody within 30 feet of us i mean and it was kind of it kind of fell off into a little bit of darkness back there too yeah and the backdrop is weird i mean i told you when i went and snuck in and took shots it's just weird there's so much space behind each basket and the carpet i mean the carpet is like you're on an acid trip i mean it's just nuts so and the, the, the carpet looks like my shirt that's the truth yeah. i would just blend in so the team just played with such great energy competitiveness mm -hmm. toughness there was no bitching and moaning. They were sprinting. They made mistakes. Of course they did. There were turnovers. There were bad decisions. But man, did they play with um, fun and joy. Joy. And when we started taking the lead, it was like everybody was kind of looking around at each other going, is this, is this real? Is this what it can be? Is this what basketball, like, this is fun, right? Like, everybody just kind of said that to each other. Um, and then the second half came and they cut the lead in the second half. It went down to a five point game. And then, oh, well, I got to back up because Miller cop, I'm sorry, Tamar Bates comes into the game. Yeah. Tamar Bates comes into the game and I don't know how to say it, except you're watching a guy who's going to be playing in the NBA. I mean, it's just as clear as day. And it's not even that the shots went in. It's, how he looks taking them. They're mm. just so smooth. Everything mm. is smooth. That steal and like up and under layup that he had was just so incredibly smooth. He just took over in the first half. He had two free throws. He had a steal and a transition, difficult layup. 
he hit a three pointer and he hit um and he hit a off the pick a mid range jump shot. He scored at every place that you would want him to score, and everybody that, was like, "That's the story of the first half." Clearly, yeah. Well, I mean, with clips from you and the other pigs thread going with guys who were there, people who were there. It was, it was that the steal was great. The anticipation for him to get that steal, but that little oop-de-doo he had he had to pull off was just like a moment I, I don't I don't remember the last IU player that had did a move did something that made you go oh oh that's like that's special right I, away you know who I think did uh, Victor like there were things that Victor did his junior year from an athletic standpoint where you're just like, wow, I mean, this guy, this guy's one of the best, but I don't remember a freshman doing anything like that. His performance was just remarkable and he didn't play that much. Right. Well, and wasn't it like much. nine points in seven minutes or something, something like, like that? that? Yeah. I mean, and look, they're not all going to be that easy and look, he may totally shit the bed tomorrow. Who knows? But the talent is there. And then the other story for me in the first half was Miller Cop. The intensity that he played with, you could hear him calling out defensive switches. When mm. he was on the bench, Ward, he was screaming the defensive assignments from the bench. Awesome. There was just a very good togetherness. Now, what I would say is that togetherness and joy and competitiveness didn't really show itself until the second half. Okay. When they cut the lead to five and it got a little tense, and then Miller hits a transition three, just dribbled it down and just pulled up at the top of the key and just smoked it. How much time in the game at this point? God, I don't really know, to be honest with you. I want to say maybe like 13, 12 or 13 minutes, but I honestly don't hold me to it. There's okay. so much but they going needed on. A big, they needed a big bucket. Oh, at yeah, that yeah, point. yeah. No, they cut the lead to five and it felt like, oh, no, they figured something out. Mm -hmm. And Xavier, who didn't play, I, I was wrong. I thought he was banged up. I think he was in foul trouble in the first half. Oh, okay. You were scaring me with those. I was because they were working on him. Tim Garl was like, they were changing out his shoe. Mm. And so I thought, oh no, did they tape him up? Like is something wrong? And he didn't play much. But in the second half, the aggressiveness that Xavier plays with, that guy can get to the hole whenever he wants. Now, I understand sometimes he was playing a little out of control. Didn't make the best decision every time, but he plays with a fire. So he comes out, he hits a couple buckets. He also hit a jump shot that was nice to see. Miller Cop is just all over the court, taking a charge, which you know I love. The only charge that was taken in the game, he takes the charge. He's also shooting threes. He had three of four. He passed up a couple shots too, where I don't think he's going to be passing those up much as the games progress. And then the amazing thing to me was Trace, Trace, when I looked at the end of the game and he had 21 points, I could not believe it. I could not believe it. It was the quietest 21 just doing his thing, just doing his thing. You know, I looked at the stat line. I was like 21 and nine. I'm like, that's our Trace. That's Trace. Nine of 16 from the field, which I like a lot. Mm -hmm. Did not hit a jump shot. Did not hit a shot with his right hand. What about free throws? Not great. The team okay. didn't shoot great free throws. I don't know what the final number was, but we didn't make two free throws often enough. You know, that was an Achilles heel, I think, in that game. We should have beaten okay. by more, but the free throws weren't great. 
Okay. And, and like our three point percentage ended up in the high thirties, but let, let me ask you this in terms of the, the competition level, not only like a talent over there, we know they got a, a, a lottery pick on the team, but around him, both the talent and the effort level, was it high from them or were they kind of coasting? Well, no, no. The energy level, they were competing at a high level. Like these okay. guys were going for it. Scoochie Smith, who was a, a star player for Dayton and Archie Miller was their starting point guard. That guy's mm-hmm. good. And truthfully, yeah. Xavier couldn't stop him. In the okay. second half, that guy got by him. Rob played better defense on him, uh, I think, than Xavier. But Rob played really well overall. He didn't hit shots. He didn't hit jump shots. But Rob was more aggressive and playing looser. I mean, he had a great dump down in the first half. And in the second half, what we've been wanting to see since Trace Jackson Davis got on campus, they ran a half-court alley-oop. Oh, man, I heard you ask Trace about that. And is there footage anywhere? Does it exist? I don't know. I don't have it. I, I, I need to talk to you about the stream and how that all came about. I don't have that. I haven't seen it, but it was beautiful, Ward. It was a pick and roll, dunk down, you know, Trace dived to the bucket. Rob see him throw it over. And by the way, throwing an alley-oop against those guys is tough. They're all 6'10". Yeah. Like they're all tall. They all played hard. They're all skilled. And, I mean, there were some moves that were made by their guys that were like, oh, my God, that's Dirk Nowitzki. Like, turnaround jumper off one foot. You yeah. know? I mean, it was impressive. But we saw an alley-oop. So, anyway, I'm streaming the game in the first half. And right. I'm like, wow, this is actually working. Oh, I got to the four-minute timeout, the 16-minute the timeout. I'm like, all right, let's just keep going. Did it again. And I'm trying to call the game. I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, I'm just talking nonsense. And I'm also like holding the camera up and watching the game, not through the camera. So I don't know how good or bad the camera work was. I, Look, I have no sense. It, it was, it was not, not bad at all. It okay, was, it, it, the seats were so good. It was like, you know, you, you got all the action, but the, the whole time, we're all like, this can't last because we've been joking about it right. for like a month. Will somebody please live stream the game from the Bahamas? And of course, it's you who actually does it. <laughs> <laughs> I had to try. So then I got to, I think there were 11 minutes left in the second half, in the first half. And somebody from who will remain nameless from Indiana University's athletic department comes up to me and says, you, you got to shut it down. You just, you got to shut it down. And I'm like, all right, I didn't want to fight him. I didn't want to fight him. So I shut it down. But look, that doesn't sound like this. you. I do want to say this. I did argue with them after I shut it down. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Now, uh, they'll say it's the Big Ten. The Big Ten prohibits them from streaming this game. The Big Ten mandates the two-minute of clips rule. Maybe that's all true. But what are they going to do? I mean, (laughs) what are they going to do? And I walked around after I was told to shut it down. I walked around and I went up to Scott Dolson and I'm like, (laughs) Scott, I'm like, what are they going to do? What are they going to sue you? Are they going to see? I go, are they going to sue me? What are they going to do? Sue a stupid fan who wears shirts like this? Like, by the way, (laughs) I'm also wearing shorts like this. Oh, they match. That's yeah, great. I got the suit going. So I like it even more now. Yeah, it's solid. And uh, <laughs> I'm like, what are they going to do? Now, during that game, I was wearing red, white striped shorts, you know. Oh, oh like, some, somebody somebody posted a picture of you on Peaks marching back from having talked to Dulcet. <laughs> oh, 
So they're like, oh, they're like, oh, no, no, no. The Big Ten will sue us. I'm like, guys, on some level, Indiana, they're being aggressive on some things. And on other things, they're scared of their own shadow. And they should just tell the Big Ten to go fuck themselves and come <laughs> after us. Sue us because an idiot fan put on, pressed one button on Twitter to stream the game so that fans that love this program could see it after a year and a half of COVID where we haven't been able to be at games, we're excited for the new staff, sue us. Like, that's what they should do. If I was running the department, I'd put out a freaking press release and say, yeah, a fan tweeted the game. So what? Sue us. So let's just do... Let's just do point counterpoint. Okay. So that was counterpoint. I'm the one who I'm going to have to make that phone call to the big 10 or receive that phone call from the big 10. I don't want to talk to the big 10. I just want to do whatever I'm supposed to do here at my job in the Indiana athletic department. So all I have to do is tell that asshole to stop doing that. And I don't have to have any of these conversations at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good counterpoint. Um, so I decided to shut it down. I, you know, I shut it down, but then I was just taking clips and sending them out. I mean, I, I don't know how many of those you got to see, but anytime I was able to get a good clip, I sent it out. I don't care. Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, I mean, no. you're right. Ward that like, yeah, I know they don't want to talk to the big 10, but you know what else you're Indiana university, you know, where your first priority should be Indiana university fans. That's where the first priority should be. And, yeah. And, and, then, it and if the Big Ten, Big Ten gives us guff, we'll just go join the SEC. Let's go, baby! <laughs> it's like Let's the go. transfer, transfer port, transfer portal for conferences. By the way, SEC. Let's go to the Big Twelve and win the conference every year. <laughs> Is football, Kansas out in football? For sure, in football. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> uh, halftime was fun. People just kind of walking around, looking at each other, like, "Is this real?" And I had to walk over and just like kind of touch Miller Cops family. And <laughs> I, I got to meet uh, in the line previous to the game. I got to meet Daryl Thompson and Stephanie Thompson, Ray Thompson's mm. parents. They are legends. Wonderful people. I mean, just wonderful, wonderful people. And I just wanted to know, like, you know, you and I are parents and getting to know now, parent, like getting to really know parents of players and like Miller cop who transferred from Northwestern. And this is a, this is a big deal. This is his senior year. Like what, what are they going through? Like what angst, what nervousness. And I just wanted to be like, he's doing it. He is doing it. And that's exactly what I said to them. And, <laughs> and they're like, no, no, it's great. But you can tell they're like respectful, reasonable human beings. And I'm this idiot who's like, go crazy it's happening <laughs> so uh second half like i said they cut the lead to five and we just rolled them after that no miller kidding. hit big shots uh i mean trace took over too uh trace got fouled a lot in the second half um the alley-oop play was just beautiful i mean it was just everything you want did, so, the, did the, the fans go nuts for that alley-oop oh yeah and you know how there's the moments in the game at Assembly Hall when the crowd needs to, like, you need Help. a big stop. And the, 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 that rarely happened here because the way it's set up. But it happened in the second half. Like, you could feel it. Like, crowd knew, like, this is the moment in the game 
where we could win this. We could end this. And, and it happened on defense and offense. And it was awesome. It was so great. And on timeouts, you see the team hugging each other. Miller cop hits that three on the side and runs back holding the three out. And I'm telling you, I think there probably is, I probably have this on video or there's video of it. I leaped out of my chair and almost gave him a high five in the middle of the game. And then I realized, oh, no. I got to get back new, to my chair. I you're the get new Spike chair. Lee. Yeah, it's just stupid. <laughs> just so stupid. So, but wait, let, let's take a moment to appreciate. I'm just hearing you describe it. Like, that's so special. Like the walk in the pep rally, but then for you as these players who committed your life for the next however many years to this program to know that hundreds of people love the program so much that they want to come there and, and ultimately help you like help you win the games. Yes. That that's like, that's a, a real big team effort there. And it's, it's really cool. You got to be there for it. It's, it's amazing. I mean, you, you feel like you are part of this family. I mean, you, we feel totally connected. It also helps that like, the 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 players are in the casino a lot so like you see them you're playing blackjack with them you know by the way our players they suck at blackjack <laughs> well all losing everything I'm at their age and with what their priorities should be i'm okay with that yeah i agree with you so the game ends uh it just is so it's a phenomenal phenomenal time i i i did capture this moment with jordan geronimo like i said and woody that i'm going to put out there in fact you could drop it in here if you would like okay for those of you listening at home jordan has just talked to mike woodson he had a big smile on his face and woody slapped his butt and then everybody's just kind of milling about and i walk outside here's what is crazy about this setup Holly comes back from halftime and she goes, the players are using the public bathrooms. <laughs> like, what? She goes, yeah. And she's like listing numbers. She's like, he was going into the, he walked out of the men's bathroom with like 20 fans surrounding him. He didn't have their own bathrooms. What's really weird is the rest of the team was in there with coach Woodson talking through the game plan for the second <laughs> half. <laughs> With the Serbians. So um, then, so I walk out and I just start seeing players. I see Trace and I see Miller and I see, or not Miller there. I saw Trace and I saw George Geronimo and then Tamar. And I'm like, well, I got to talk to him, right? So I just throw the camera on and that's where one by one, it was just, how does it feel? Oh yeah, that's right. We're here with TJD. What's up? What's, What's up? going on, man? How do you feel? Game one of the new era. Man, that was fun. That's all I got to say. That was full break. Fun. Yes. Fun. Like, I haven't heard that word in a while. You look like we enjoyed ourselves. You look, you're smiling now. Yeah. I can't stop smiling. How good that alley feel, though. Oh, so good. Come on. We're going to see a lot of that this oh, yeah. year. Most definitely. Most definitely. And it got a little chippy with those Serbians, right? Of course. Got to play ball. You're the man. Do it. And guess who we've got right behind him? Jordan Geronimo. What's up, buddy? What up, what up, what up? How you doing? Do you remember us from our Hoosier Hysterics podcast we did with you and your dad? You're about 25 pounds heavier and scarier because you're so muscular, it scares the hell out of me. Thank you. How do you feel? I feel great. I feel great. Let me ask you a question. At the end of the game, you got taken out, and I saw you and Woody had a nice little conversation. You were smiling. What? That's not something we've seen a lot of, smiling on the court. What did you and Woody talk about at that moment? Hey, he's just talking about, he said, good job, good job being aggressive, and he's, he's, he's telling me to keep doing, that, keep doing what I do. And what is it that you do? 
We run the ball, play hard. And bring bring the pain. Bring the pain. That's what you got to say from now on. Bring the pain. You're the man. Jordan Geronimo here, guys. Trey Jackson Davis is signing. Somebody's oblique. That's what's happening over there. Really happy about everything happening. We got a bunch of fans. Go on you! This is great. This is great. We got some IU Athletic Department representatives trying to play toy back there. That's right. Oh, here we go. Look at this. Tomorrow, Rob. Tomorrow, Scoop Bates. First game as a Hoosier. How did it feel? It was electric, man. I, you know, I, I was glad you know, to see all the fans here, everybody come out. You know, I was excited to go out there and finally get to play against somebody else with my teammates. But, you know, it was great. It was, we had a lot of fun. We got, we got one more. To you go. got one more. You got about 30 more to go. Let's not kid ourselves. In Bahamas. in Bahamas, how did it feel to play in a room that also hosts bar mitzvahs? Different. It's a different. It's a different setup. You have a feeling. Yeah, you can do. You can play basketball, and then you can do the macarena with all your friends right there in that same room. Yes, sir. So it felt good. Trace was talking about it was fun. Real fun. I mean, that's I, what we need. I mean, I'm. I mean, I'm just still like astonished by it. I think it's gonna be really good. I like it. I mean, you, you see how deep we are. Like, yes. We, and we didn't even have everybody tonight. Mike Logan, Phil, Mrs. Three guys. So it's like two. No, I'm, I'm excited for what's to come next. Which play was your favorite that you made? Hmm. Transition, smooth, swoop, I, the layup. layup. The layup was nice. The layup was nice. The floater was nice. It was. Yeah, but but let's go with the layup. I like that. I like that. All right, cool. All right, man. Welcome to IU. Appreciate you. All right. Fun. I mean, even Trey said, I think that's all I'm going to say to you. It's just, that's all I can say. It's just fun. And, and he, he looked like he was having a good time. They all did. But Trace especially was like glowing. He, he, he was. You're absolutely. And his smile lights up the room. When he smiles, it's great. So I'm interviewing them. We're having a raucous time. I do in my head go like, I knew that they were doing like the press conferences. They were waiting to go in to do the press conference. But in my head, I was like, where's Woody? And then like a few minutes later, I saw Woody walking away. And I'm like, oh, I wonder what happened. Like, did he already do it? I wasn't really paying attention. Then I see Kenya and Yasir. And they're together. And I'm like, well, I got to go talk to these guys. We're here with the two. You know what? If there was a GQ article on the studs of assistant coaching, these two dudes... And me would not be on the cover. These two dudes would be on the cover. No, no. Kenya Hunter, Tosia, point guard, Scoochie Smith. All right, but let's get back to the main story. <laughs> Scoochie, good game, though. Back to the main story. What's the main story? What's the main story? You. We're you. one and oh. We're undefeated no, in the new way of not undefeated. No, what do you mean? What are we? That's an exhibition? Yeah. yeah. I thought that was the championship. No, I thought it's over. How do you guys feel about what you saw? Seriously. They played hard. And it looked like they were having fun out there. It's always fun with the ball going. Yeah, don't we know that, Ken? Because yeah. it ain't well. fun. We got about 120 games to look at to show you that. Hey, Miller Cop. Yeah, we are. We already yeah. we talked to Miller. He's the man. Did you have fun tonight? I did. It is. Yeah? And now what happens the rest of the night? Team meal? Team meal. Miller Cop. Should be going to eat right now. Yeah. What's in the team meal? I don't know. I, don't know. I think it's pizza. I'm trying I think to get pizza. pizza. No, it's definitely not pizza. It's Indiana, man. It's going to be high class? Yes. And here's a little inside baseball. 
they were both talking on FaceTime to someone. Okay. And as I got closer, I realized they were recruiting together. They were speaking to a recruit and a recruit's parent and smiling. And here we are. Don't you want to be part of this? Like right after the game, a big win, first win of, of the Mike Woodson era. And those two guys are recruiting. Okay. So well, that was awesome. And, and we got a taste of, of that recruit and his family on the other end. When you were like talking with them, the two of them there, right. Where I'm like, of course I want to be where these guys are and have fun with these guys. Like these guys have got it going on that it, it's, it's such an easy sell with those two in that situation. Yeah. No kidding. So got to talk to them. Then I got to talk to Miller cop, uh, Holly, God bless her, is there. Like, she's taking video. She's holding Port Award. And then my favorite thing is that she takes a picture of Port Award just, like, on the, your, your head, just on, like, a credenza, leaning <laughs> against it. And she doesn't know what she's shooting. She just thinks that's funny, which it is. And then she shows me the picture. And the funniest part of the picture is that <laughs> in the background is Mike Pegram holding his <laughs> laptop up in the air to try to get better reception to, <laughs> to, to load the press conference that he just shot. <laughs> oh, she took the picture because one of the Serbian guys walked by, I think it was Nikola Jovic, the lottery pick, walked yeah, by, yeah, yeah. saw the head and scowled at it. Because he, 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 was, he was upset they lost. This is after the game? Yes. By the way, Board Ward, your head is in their head. By the way, Board Ward sat courtside. He was with us the whole time. He was so much us. easier now that he's only ahead. It is, but there's no handle on the back. I got to fix that. Um, mm -hmm. So that ends, and everybody is just so happy. Race Thompson got to talk to him and to his family. You know, I Tamar Bates. I put all the videos out, and feel free to drop them in now. We are here with somebody who's been avoiding us for four years. That's right. He's been avoiding us and ducking us. I don't know why. Well, actually, I do because we're idiots. Race Thompson. That's right, Race. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great. How did tonight feel? It was a lot of fun. Did you just say fun? It was a lot of fun. I mean, this is—we haven't heard this word in Indiana basketball for a long time. It was definitely fun. Is that? Is that? Do you feel that in practices and just the team that being together is fun? It's a good group. Yeah, good group. Good coaching staff. Um, basically, all the above. It's fun being around all these guys. You're huge, by the way. I mean, your arms are huge. This guy is intimidating. It's intimidating. I mean, he could just kill me by like, you could squeeze my head like a fruit, like a fruit. Not much would come out, but it would be like a fruit. All right, so you having fun in Atlantis? Yeah, this is a blast. No place I'd rather be. Paradise. It is paradise. Have you gone down the slide? Going down the slide, both sides. That's scary. It was fun. It was yeah. fun. All right, Raish, you're going to come on the podcast. I'll be there. We're 1-0. We're going to go undefeated. Yes, good sir. job. Thank All right, you. good game. And there's Mrs. Thompson. That's right. And Mr. Thompson right there. It's a whole family affair. We love Race. We love the Thompson family. Go IU. It was just joyous. Walked back into the casino. Holly and I hadn't eaten anything because we were from the pep rally on. It's like 11 o'clock now. And we meet up with Evan Martin and his wife, and we go to this little lounge that's by the hotel, and we start smoking cigars outside and order some food. And then a deluge comes in of rain, 
We nice. go inside, which was the best thing that could have happened because here comes Kenya. Here comes Yasir. And it just becomes like this post-game celebratory fun get-together. Oh. And so that is how the night ended. Uh, and then... And yeah. And did like in that situation, do Kenya and Yao want to talk about the game? Because I'm sure you do. Yeah. But are they I, mean, just they, I just wanted to talk about how happy they were. Like, wh what is the feeling, you know? And yeah, it, but at a whole dinner, you didn't get into the nuts and bolts of the game. Well, I didn't eat dinner with them. Like, we're at our own booth. They're at their, oh, yeah. they've got their friends with them. But oh, I went okay. and sat with them and we chatted. Yeah. We talked about, like how hard they, what they were most happy about was how hard the team played. That okay, was the thing that they were, the intensity and the toughness. Like, yeah, they made mistakes. They haven't put in a lot of the offense yet. They really haven't. I mean, sure. they are working off of a very small set motion at the top of a play and then literally go figure it out. Just go play basketball. So that's where they're at. They spent more time on ball screen coverages, which by the way, to my naked eye, our defense on ball screens was a lot better than it ever was last four years. Great. Yes. Great. Well, because it, that 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 is something that really wore us down as, as observers. It was good, man. It was intense. They were attacking. It was intense. We forced 27 turnovers. I mean. How many was it? Sorry, you stuttered. 27. That's crazy. Yeah. We, and I think we had 12. I think we yeah. had 12 turnovers, which for the first game, not bad. Not bad. No, you you can you can win with 12. But yeah. look, I just wanna because you've said it your own way, the coaches were kind of saying it there, but it's safe to say that for like the entire game, these guys were giving it their all. Oh yeah, man. There was no question about effort or intensity, none. Just they, 40 minutes of these guys going nuts. And you know what? It's easier to do that when you enjoy being out there. Mm. You know what I mean? It really yeah. is. It's easier to give it your all when you enjoy what's going on. So then this, it was just this awesome environment of all these fans and Kenya and Yasir and, you know, all these people just together kind of reveling in the moment. Um, and that was really fun. And then Holly and I called it a night. It was late. We came upstairs. I tried crazy gluing board wards head on. Holly bought crazy glue. It didn't work. It didn't no, work. I could have told you that was not going to work. No, but we tried. But we tried. So then uh, we're on Saturday and we, I had to celebrate. I mean, I had to. Oh, by the way, we did. We did take a cigar. Holly and I went down to the beach. And at the end of the night before, after we said goodbye to everybody, we went down, smoked that victory cigar on the beach, black as night, and uh, recorded a video. Hello, Hoosier Nation. Do me a favor and just listen to the sounds for a second. Those sounds you hear are of the Caribbean, the waters crashing against the shore. There is no one on this beach except for me and Holly. And what are we doing? We're enjoying a victory cigar. Woo! Happy feet. Can you see them? Can you see them? Happy sand feet. Oh, man.
What a game. So much fun. Lost my voice. Almost got kicked off the island. Almost got the Big Ten suing me. But I don't care. It's all worth it. It's worth it because the Coach Woody, Woody World era starts with a W. Woody World W. Woody World W. We got to get worldwide WWW. Woody World W. Woody World win. WWW. It's just all coming together. It's just all coming together. Same with the Victory Cigar. Capping off a beautiful night from here at Nassau, Paradise Island, Atlantis Resort. For Hoosier Hysterics, this is Holly Crosby and Eric Pankowski. I believe you used my last name. Signing off. Yikes. <laughs> and then she ends it with yikes. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> So, so good. So good. Came in, <laughs> slept in a little bit today. And then I had to take Port Award and celebrate. And I took your head straight to that slide. I hope his face wasn't like ours, where it was mashed against your hairy nipple the whole ride down. Oh, it was. <laughs> Dude, you walk up all these stairs to get to the top. Uh huh. And then you see how far down it is. But before you do that, you see, you know, you see walk by the slide. It looks like it is straight down, like yeah. straight. It is frightening. Sure. And then when you get to the top, there's a red light and green light. Red light stop, obviously. Green light, it's your turn to go. I don't, I don't know why I felt the need to explain to everybody <laughs> what red you. light and green light. <laughs> Thank you for clearing that up. <laughs> you look down the little hole and you see how steep it is and how far down it is by the way you go down into a tube after you're open you go into a tube into a shark tank there are sharks swimming around the tube no shit yes big sharks (laughs) when you're doing it you don't know there's anything around you you are going the speed of light (laughs) So I grab the phone, I grab Port Award, I grab them both to my chest, I held on for dear life, and we made it together. We made it together. Please share the video now. We're on top of Atlantis, about to do the 60-foot drop, headless board ward with me. I'm not sure either one of us is going to survive this. I think board ward's got a better shot, but we'll see how it goes. No body, all head. I'm sorry, buddy, but we're doing this together. It's a steep drop. It's a steep drop. All right, it's almost our turn. You see the red light, green light. I am totally frightened. Oh, don't do that. Don't don't pretend like this is no big deal. This is a big deal. And it's scary. And we're going to do this together. All right. It's our turn. We got red light, but the red light's about to turn green. That's what we're looking at down there. This is... Oh, green light. Here we go. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. All right. I'm going to do it like this, okay? Here we go. Forward, I love you. Here we go. Ah! 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 Ah!
So, yes, your face was pressed up against my left boob and my phone was pressed up against my other boob. I was That's like, you could if you could have faced us both out that, you know, that would have been just we could have seen something. But, you know, your description was great. Yeah, I, you're right. I should have faced the camera the other way now that I think about it, but <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to do it again. So uh, and then today was just pure bliss it was at the pool it was i hung out with race thompson's dad and mom and their friends for an hour and shared a cigar i saw kenya and yasir at the uh pool hanging out everybody's smiling having a good time kenya and yasir seem kind of attached at the hip yeah they're close dane is antisocial. he is like he was nowhere to be found so you did mention that he had the scout for what the second game or for no, the he had first the scout game? for that game. That first was for that game. game. Yeah, that was his game, which is, I think, you know, besides having the 10 extra practices and just getting out there and playing against somebody, just the rhythm of, they treated this like a regular season game. So who has the scout like game prep team meal, like just telling everybody, this is how we do it here. That's going to be invaluable so that when we start playing real games, there's no learning curve. We're yeah. already there. I think that stuff is really invaluable, just getting into the rhythm of how this works. So uh, walked around, and then I see Coach Woody at the pool. What's he doing, though? Playing blackjack. Yeah. There's, there's pool tables, blackjack around the pool, and he's rolling blackjack. I, I mean, I feel like. Coach Woodson is bringing a level of cool maybe never seen in this program before. Dude, it's so much swag. It is so much <laughs> swag. And when you see Yasir and Kenya and Coach Woody, they just all have fun. It's like they just enjoy what they're doing. They are all grateful for where they are. I mean, they mm. do not take it for granted. And you get to chat with them. They, they chat with everybody. I got to hang out with Brian Walsh and his lovely wife. And we got to talk about just ball and what's going on and recruiting and it's just so much fun and look i'll just tell you i grabbed a couple cigars i said i'm not leaving here until i get to smoke a cigar with coach woody and that's exactly what happened i did smoked you, a cigar with coach woody did you did you like have to kind of lurk until he was done playing blackjack how did you do it yes yes <laughs> Holly and I were in a corner, like lounge chair, like uh, a couple hundred feet away from him where I could just see his beautiful domed bald head. And I just kept looking, kept <laughs> looking. And the second he left that blackjack table, I was on him. And he was wonderful. He was funny. He was engaging. While we were talking and smoking a cigar, he welcomed in other people as well. I don't want to give away names because I don't know if those people want that out there. Sure, sure. But I'm just trying to be respectful. But yeah. I will say, 
a couple players wandered in, including Michael Durer. And Woody was so funny with him, just busting his balls, mm, just mm. busting his balls. So <laughs> it was hilarious. Then he was busting Kenya's balls. Like, and then he talked a little bit about the team and how, I mean, he's just both feet in and like, he wants this so badly and has an idea of how he wants to run it. And he's got this family of people around him. I got to meet his lovely wife. I got to spend a little time with Armand Money Hill. I was wondering. Gave him a cigar. It was just this very, and there's a couple other people that are close confidants of Woody that were there that are just like his team. Like it's his guys. And it all just felt so organic and good. Mm. And what I do want to say is the only thing that rivals that moment for me is the other thing that happened at the pool, which is when this group of women get up on this like pool bed that you have to pay five. How much is it, Holly? $5,000 a day. And it's they, like a bed in the pool. Kind of like on the edge of the pool. They're standing up. Their bikinis are the wrong size and they are drunk and shaking champagne bottles and spraying themselves. And then the one girl just takes her top off. <laughs> okay. And I am far enough away. To, I'm actually standing next to Brian Walsh while that's happening. And Brian Walsh's wife, and we're all just watching it. And we're directly next to an employee from the Atlantis Resort, this really funny gentleman who is watching it. And he's like, ah, oh. and she does. It, and he got, this is what he says. I mean, this, this man is a genius. He says to me, oh, must be Titi Saturday. <laughs> I go, what? He goes, it used to be Titi Tuesday. Now it's Titi Saturday. <laughs> I go, okay, cool. And then he says, you know why she's doing that? And I'm like, no, she's doing that because she got two titties. <laughs> what? Goes, if she if she had one titty, she'd not do it, but she got two titties. So she showed. Like, are they having a problem with one-titted women at, at the Atlantis Resort? I, I don't know what's going on, but it just killed me. So that's what happened uh, during that. Then Holly and I came back to the to the room. We we chilled out for a little bit. Uh, and then we went and had dinner with Miller Cop's family, mm. his father, his, his uh, mother, and their his brother, his older brother. And Woody comes walking into the restaurant and Woody comes over to the Miller Cop family and just loves on them. Just like mm. he had never, he had never met um, Miller's mom in person. They had talked mm. on the phone quite a bit, but they hadn't met in person yet, I don't believe. And so he introduced himself and he was just so sweet. He told them how well their son played, you know, and it was just a nice moment to watch. And he didn't rush through it like he was engaged. Uh, it was awesome. It was just awesome to see and just kind of be a fly on the wall of that. And we had a great dinner. Dinner ends. We go to the casino. All the players are in the casino. Like all of them are in the casino. I go up to race. I'm like, how's it going on blackjack? He's like, I lost everything. I lost everything. <laughs> Anthony Leal's there. Now, I will say this about Anthony Leal. I don't know if you saw this in the warm-ups, but in the warm-ups, Anthony Leal was wearing black sunglasses. 
Did you get to see that at all? What? Yeah, I didn't. Somebody commented on it and somebody else said they thought it was like concussion protocol stuff. Yes, it was. But Anthony Leal realized he looked like a giant D-bag. So <laughs> when they came out for like the last warm-ups, he's like, I'm not wearing these sunglasses anymore. <laughs> but I loved the sunglasses. So when I saw him in the casino tonight, I'm like, dude, forget the concussion. Wear the sunglasses every game. That's got to be your thing. Wear the sunglasses. We'll go get you like a Ray-Ban NIL deal. Like That's what you got to do, right? So, I mean, he was really funny about it. He was like, oh, man, everybody's just going to think I look so stupid. I can't do it. I can't do it. Everybody thought nobody really knew that I have a concussion. And so, like, they think I'm just wearing these weird Billy Joel sunglasses in, in indoors. But Rob was there. And they're just all having fun, man. They're just all having a blast together. And uh, and the fans were there too. The Hoosier fans were there. Got to meet like just so many people that are on the Peegs board, people that follow us on Twitter. And everybody's just having a blast. A thought on those kids having fun. Yeah. My time in Bloomington as Indiana University student, most fun of my life. Done. I knew I knew leaving that place, it was never going to get better than that. And I think these guys, they love ball. So they love that. That's their kind of fun, too. But just I mean, just as kids like with their friends and in, and in this case, a lot of times the family, too. It's like that's such a special memory for them. Like they they deserve that. I'm all in on the NIL. We have to be. But like that's really important for these kids to have a right to, too, is just enjoying their time being Indiana University students. I totally agree with you. And they, they're having the, the time of their life. And Holly then and I walked down to the beach uh, and did a nice walk back. And it's just it's amazing. Um, got to hang out with Rabbi and the man himself, Mike Pegram, tonight at a cigar bar uh, with a couple fans um, and Peegsters as well and supporters of the program in a major way and got to just shoot the shit about the team and what it looked like. And, and it was just magical. And then came back here. And uh, I will say this about the outfit. Uh, I, I, I needed to have an outfit that was not, that was nicer for dinner. This is what I chose. <laughs> this is what I chose. This is what it's got chose. a collar. And uh, Holly, Holly was as diplomatic as she could be. She said, I do like the aesthetic value of the colors. <laughs> <laughs> They're great colors. And then I said to her something like, yeah, but the cool thing is like, nobody wears this outfit. And she goes, yes, exactly. No <laughs> one would wear that outfit. I did have one of the fans of Indiana walked up to me tonight in the casino and goes, who wears this? <laughs> it's just, it's a little shocking to me that it's not exactly that, but red and white and somewhere it says Indiana on it. Couldn't find it. And I, I said, look, all I've worn here since I got here is Indiana shirts and Indiana shorts. Every outfit. Nice dinner tonight. I classed it up. Totally. I classed it up. This is where you've you've truly gone native. Maybe if I just buttoned all the buttons. Mm. 
Mm. Well, now you look like Screech. <laughs> so look, man, we got one more game tomorrow at one o'clock. We're going to try to arrange another rally. Right. Uh, and we're going to see what happens. I do have to get a COVID test, which we're a little bit worried about because if I fail, one of us, if we, if one of us fails, we have to stay here for 14 days. <laughs> Man, I, if there is ever a time to get COVID. <laughs> I guess, but you got to pay for it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, look, maybe, maybe that's where we'll use the NIL money. <laughs> There you go, Mr. Who, 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 who. There's your answer. Yeah, yeah, you're worried about it. That's what it's going to go pay for. Um, I will say this about NIL, man. Tons of support down here for the NIL Collective. Tons of support. I am so excited about what's going on. Uh, it's This was important. This many IU fans together, Camp IU down here in the Bahamas. I think everybody feels invested in this program and realizes that NIL is something that they can do to directly impact the future of the program and other programs in Indiana directly impact. And when I'm able to talk to them one-on-one -on -one or a group together, and we all talk about it every time it ends with them going, you're absolutely right. We need to do this. I'm, I'm in, I'm going to help you. You are going to do this. So um, it's special. Uh, I got to go to sleep. I'm really, I am really tired. I, I just, I'm delirious. And we you sound a little, you sound a little congested. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just, I, I mean, I'm sure it's nothing. I don't think, I'm not congested. I, I'm hoarse. Is it, I'm is, hoarse. it is it, was it booger sugar? I, well, the booger sugar would clear it up, wouldn't it? <laughs> I think that first, but then, then it becomes a problem. Doesn't it just burn out the inner part and you've just got one hole? I think there's a lot of sniffing involved, but you're right. You probably don't sound stuffed up. Let's hope <laughs> I'll give her, I'll give you the update on the COVID test tomorrow. When we do a post game, we'll do it tomorrow night. I'm just, God, I want to win so badly now tomorrow because I just want there to be celebration on Sunday afternoon for the last night that everybody's here. Yeah. Hey, I, I, I have no doubt the Bahamian Island gods will shine upon you guys and the team. I feel good vibes coming from there. I think you're transmitting them out you and everybody else. It's like, it's let's finish strong. So then we can just take this optimism through. We got quite a stretch now before we're going to get to see him again. You're going to get to see him again. I will say this though. Kenya said this to me. He goes, look, we had an advantage going into game one. We had video on them. Hmm. They don't have video on us. And no now all they have to do is all they have to do is go to our Twitter feed and they got <laughs> game footage. <laughs> but he did say he's like, look, they're studied the game footage now. Now they're gonna come, they're gonna make adjustments. They're a professional team, they're well coached, and they're gonna make adjustments. We knew who they were, we knew who to key on. They didn't know who we were, and we didn't know who we were. There is no video on us. Now there <laughs> is, and they're not gonna want to go home losing two games to Indiana. So I think they're going to come out with some fire and we're going to see what happens, how we're going to see, like, did kids, you know, take seriously the fact that this is also a business trip, including, you know, in addition to being a fun trip, did they get their proper sleep tonight? It's an earlier game. It's a one o'clock game tomorrow, you know, and there were people in the casino, not past curfew, the curfew is at 11, 
But, you know, just did they get them the right amount of sleep? Did they eat right? Like all that stuff. And are they going to come out with the same intensity that they came out with? And if they get punched in the mouth at the beginning of the game, what's that going to look like? So I'm really excited for it. And uh, I just well, hope to win. Keep us updated however you can without without causing too much controversy inside the ballroom. I think I'm going to live stream the warmups at least. Why not? Sure, sure. Is the Big uh, Ten going to sue us for that? hello ward sounding good eric (laughs) um look it is 1 16 a.m and i have reserved this moment to light up the final victory cigar of the night of the night (laughs) not of the trip not of the weekend just this is the last one for tonight i do have to sleep before i can smoke more cigars in the morning correct correct (laughs) um look man i'll while you're lighting that thing up um let's let's get right to the meat and potatoes get to the aftermath afterwards how good did it feel watching Indiana basketball play a game on the hardwood? It was incredible. It, it has felt a little bit like being at camp. Like that's what it feels like. It feels like we're at camp by you. <laughs> you see the same people over and over again, which is wonderful. You start maybe, to get in a rhythm. Maybe not for them. that's probably true um it it was remarkable it was um it's such a loose environment down here i mean just to give you an example we did the today not a lot happened in the morning i think everybody slept in you know it was an early game so we all just kind of slept in did our own thing and then Two hours before the game, I sent out the tweet that said, let's do another rally. And I said, let's run it back, as the ballers say. And you know what, man? I love Indiana University basketball fans because they showed up and they knew where to go. And we formed two lines. And here come the players. It was just so beautiful to see. We all sang the IU fight song. People were given board ward, a lot of high fives, a lot of dabs to the face. <laughs> Xavier just knocked him right out of my hand. <laughs> Xavier, I love you. No. Board ward.
just knocked him right out of my hand. So we sing the IU fight song and we just all follow the team again to the sure. venue. And it's a pretty long walk. I would say it's a couple tenths of a mile at least, you know, that you're walking with the team through the casino, through these weird hallways. And then the team goes in and we're all lined up and we're lined up just in the middle of a corridor between ballrooms and we're all talking. And I had someone come up to me. In fact, it was, um, it was Chad Schwartzkopf who works for assembly call. It was his father. And he came up to me and he basically said, listen, I like what you guys do more than I like what my son's stuff does. <laughs> now Chad will disagree with my characterization of that, but he was so kind. He was like, I love what you do. And out of all the ones that you've done, my favorite is Angelo Pisa. All right. Close to my heart. Close to my heart. And we started talking about the stories Angelo shared and how great they were. And I said, you know what? Let me try to get Angelo on FaceTime. Angelo picked up after three rings. And I let this lovely, you know, man, Mr. Schwarzkopf, talk directly to Angelo Pizzo. And it was such a sweet moment. It meant a tremendous amount to Mr. Schwarzkopf to be able to just spend a couple of minutes and tell him how much he loved his movies and how oh. much they meant to him. And Angelo had a big smile on his face and was really touched by it. And it was just a great moment. And then seconds later, again, we're in this big line in between corridors and they're keeping us at bay, 20 feet in front of the line, walks Woody and he just walks slowly across the line. We all freak out. We start chanting Woody, Woody. And he's just walking left to right, left to right. Woody, Woody, left to right, right into the men's bathroom. <laughs> so, so Woody knows we all know Woody's going to the bathroom. Woody knows a few hundred fans know he's in the bathroom. <laughs> and not to get too graphic, but he was in there for a while. Oh, man. And so I told everybody as he walked in, I'm like, all right, guys, when he comes out, we're all going to do the Woody chant. Woody. <laughs> and yes, it's weird. He's coming out of the bathroom, so we're all waiting. We think it'll be like 30 seconds, 60 seconds. Nope, several minutes. So you just <laughs> fill in the blank on what we all knew what was happening and what he knew we knew what was happening. <laughs> By the way, he walks out. Holly's got the camera. Woody, Woody, Woody. So that happens. Then they let us in. We go to our seats and it's just a very loose feel. I mean, just even looser than the other day, because the other day we were all nervous. Sure. We were all nervous. And actually, I do have to take a second to talk about something really serious. Yeah. I didn't talk about it last time because out of I want it out of respect. But an Indiana fan lost his life on uh, the game on Friday. The first game. A gentleman walked in and collapsed right in the entranceway. 
basically directly behind me where I was standing, where I was doing those broadcasts of the warmups and the games mm -hmm. right there. And uh, his wife was with him and the Bahamian uh, medical authorities were there and they left to the case and worked on this gentleman hard ward. I mean, worked on him hard for like 20 minutes mm. and it was horrifying. I mean, it was horrifying. And Scott Dolson and his team did a, a really respectful job, I thought, of getting his team to hold up towels just to kind of block what was happening. But for a good five, 10 minutes, there were no towels and you could see what was happening. And you're just praying that don't let this happen. Don't let this happen. And the players, the Serbians are closer to it and they can see it. And you just don't know what to do. I mean, you really don't know what to do. Uh, Holly was overwhelmed with emotion, you know. Um, Dr. Rink and Tim Garl came sprinting over with a defibrillator mm. and used the defibrillator. I was told they did get him back. By the time he left, he was breathing. Um, they had a, a pulse, but it, he had been out for a while. And he did not make it. Mm. He did not make it. So that that cat, and I didn't want to talk about it the other day because honestly, I didn't know how to talk about it. Um, yeah. and, and and news hadn't fully fleshed out about what happened. And I don't know. He had a cardiac, you know, arrest of some kind. Mm -hmm. Um, it was it was awful. I, I I don't know what to say other than it was awful, and it feels like it felt wrong to go through this whole trip without at least mentioning it. I'm trying to find out some information about the gentleman. If there's like a charity, you know, something um, to send, you know, to just kind of pay tribute if there, if there's a way, I mean, I tried to give it some perspective, Scott Dolson and I were talking about it and I just tried to give it some perspective in that look, he, he wasn't a young guy mm -hmm. and he clearly loved Indiana and there's no good way to go. But if you're going to go, he's in Atlantis at the Bahamas, surrounded by people who love the thing the way he loved it. And um, I don't think he experienced any pain. It was really short. It was really quick. Um, but yeah, that happened. And, uh, and I don't know what to say other than like the condolences, our condolences go out to his wife and his family. Uh, everybody that was around there, Scott Dolson was really broken up about it. I mean, you know, the nice thing about Indiana is our administration, like Scott, the people that work for him, Becky Panny, Katie Bates, Kevin Van Roy, the people that were down here, they really take ownership of the fan base. They really feel like they are a part of it and mm -hmm. they are the guardians of it. And it, it really impacted them. There, there was, there was a, a, a palpable um, malaise over the crowd for a while while that was all playing out. And then you just kind of try to rally around, you know, while you're there and supporting the kids, because obviously the kids still need your support, you know, and, uh, and you just try to kind of compartmentalize as much as you can and move on, but, but still kind of keep her and, and his family in your thoughts. So that, that did happen. And, and I, I know I, I didn't read a bunch of peaks. It's been hard to just kind of keep up, 
I don't know if that got reported on Ward. I don't know what he was out there. Yeah, I know Mike said something about it. Okay, so that's what happened. It was it was horrible, and our our thoughts and and condolences are are with the family. It was the first. It was it was the first place my mind went when you told me that that had happened. Was just like, obviously, I don't know this gentleman at all, but that's 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 kind of the way to do it as a true hoosier you know i i i wished he'd gotten to see them win that was my thought but but to your point like it's it's uh if it if if it's coming for all of us you know have me walking in bahamas or assembly hall that those would be definitely some first choices so you know, yeah. it's um, it's and, and just that there's all this joy and happiness throughout the whole weekend we've been seeing through your lens. But, you know, it's it's real life, too. Yeah, it, it, it is real life. And I think that, like, the day in between games was good. And I will tell you a lot of Indiana fans like that were walking around here. Everybody was kind of talking about it, like in a in a supportive way. Like, have you heard about the wife? How's she doing? And, mm-hmm. and I also want to give credit, like, the wife gave up her tickets for, obviously, for this game, for the game today. And a friend of ours and, and a big Indiana fan, Amanda, and her, mm-hmm. fr- and her boyfriend, Josh, they got the tickets from her. Mm-hmm. And they decided that the, the, the best thing they could do with those tickets is try to find an IU alum in Nassau that mm-hmm. was not able to come, you know, to that, you know, for whatever reason, like wasn't coming to the event, didn't have the the means to come and they found one and they found one to give the tickets to. And I thought that was a really fitting tribute, you know, that, that his tickets went to another IU fan who was local, who, what are the chances that that person could ever see Indiana play in person? And, and that person was able to. So I thought that was special. And Amanda didn't put out a tweet like that was what she was doing, but that is what she was doing. And she deserves credit for it. I think that was, a really sweet thing to do. So, so we get into the stadium, the, the arena, the arena, the ballroom, the bar mitzvah <laughs> ballroom, as you know, I call it. And it just was looser today. You know, it felt looser. There was, I heard this from players. The win the other day was a huge stress relief. The players felt the pressure even though it was an ex- exhibition game, even though it was game one, even though it was just again, it was against a team of professionals, you know, even though the stats don't count and the wins and losses don't count and it doesn't matter for your seating in the NCAA tournament or for a conference positioning, they know the weight of what Indiana basketball is. And I'm talking about the new players know it. Miller Cop knows it. Xavier Johnson knows it. Tamar Bates, Scoop knows it and if they didn't know it before they got there when you all were chasing them down the hallway like a pack of wild animals they got it you're absolutely right and i was told by several that that meant something to them that they were not expecting that and it meant something to them and you know what else means something to them it's not that woody is putting pressure on them but woody being the coach adds weight and gravity to playing for Indiana University. It does because of who he is, because of who he has surrounded himself with, because of how he talks about Indiana, because Because, of how he treats them. Because of his swag. Yes, Ward, because of his swag. 
he has got a quiet swag to him that you cannot help but respect. And I mean, Holly met him at the reception the other night. And mm -hmm. besides thinking he smelled good and had right. a nice face, she also that. said to me, she said to me today, she said, he also, you immediately feel a paternal instinct from him. He mm. feels very paternal. And she said to me, I can't imagine that these young guys that are playing for him don't want to do right by him because of that. You want to make your dad proud. Totally. And that is what he projects without trying. That is what he projects. So winning the other day was just kind of, as Miller Cop said to me, it was validation. It was validation for the work that they've already put in. It was validation for many of these guys choosing to come to Indiana. It was validation for Woody, you know, and again, I'm not trying to put too much weight on one exhibition win, but I'm telling you what it felt like to these guys. That's what they articulated. And today didn't feel like that. Today felt like, let's just go out and play, you know, and the game started. I did get some shots up before the game. <laughs> how, uh, how'd you, how, how'd you shoot? One of four. Hey. That's that's twenty five percent. Also, one of four hit the rip. Oh, yeah, three air balls. <laughs> um, and also the one that I made was a layup. <laughs> but anyway, so the it's game weird, started. Weird, weird sight lines in there. Weird sight lines. Yeah, yeah, that's where it was. And, weird and, sight lines. And before we move on, may I mention there is nothing more paternal or father-like is to be in the bathroom while all your kids are waiting outside. <laughs> Ready to chant your name. Yeah. Well, that hasn't happened for me yet, but uh, anyway, mean, yeah, it's game. So time. game starts. And honestly, we looked so good for the first you were on, you know, I wanted yeah. to get you on so that yeah, you could hear it. And the truth is we'll, we'll play it now. Right. We'll play it as part of this so that everybody can see the first many minutes of the game. But we started off like gangbusters. We look great. Race hit a three. Um, Miller cop hit a three. We were looking good. Xavier was driving by people. No one could keep him in front of him. And then Miller went down with an injury. Miller sprained his ankle. And honestly, the entire game changed when he went out. Mm. Uh, he makes the game easier for a lot of people. He was three of four from three the other day and one of one today. He, he just makes the game easier. And, and when he left, it was harder. To, to elaborate on, obviously, spacing, spreading the floor because he's a shooting threat. But I'm guessing also part of that is that he's moving a lot. And leadership. He's talking a lot. Mm -hmm. He has become a bit of a quarterback for the team, telling people on defense, being loud, encouraging people. He's got some swag to him. And I think, you know, when one of your teammates goes down with an injury, you just have that few moments of, oh, boy, what's this? And yeah. Tamar Bates came in the game quickly. We were playing Tamar and Parker together, which is probably not what's going to happen a lot of the time. Right. And Parker just couldn't find a shot today. Yeah. But rather than talk about it, why don't we just show the Zoom experience that you and I enjoyed for the first 10 minutes of the game? Here comes some clips straight from our trip. How you doing? We're here. It's the beginning of the game. We got Holly here. We Is got that our a friends down here? We got Hoosiers all about it here. 
I want to be clear. Is that Holly Crosby next to you? It's Holly Crosby. <laughs> C-R-O-S-B-Y. All right. So we've got this game about to start, Ward. We figured we'd do this as part of the podcast since they shut me down doing it live, putting it out there. Now no one knows it's going out until we release the podcast. You, you don't think somebody from the IU Athletic Department sees what you're doing and isn't terribly suspicious? They 100% know that I'm doing something illegal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, somebody's going to say something to you. They've already said stuff, and I've just ignored them. I was fighting with them. I said, no one cares about warm-ups. The Big Ten Network does not broadcast warm-ups. All right, here we go. <laughs> the ball's about to be tipped. Go, IU! It's real quiet. Yeah, let's go, baby. All right, I just stood up and sat back down. I don't know why I stood up, but I did. Here we go. Xavier dribbling to the left. Start the offense. A screen, ball screen. Uh, not a lot of movement right now. There we go. Work it through. Xavier going, kicking. Race Thompson for three. Oh! 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 Oh, by the way, Race Thompson's family on the other side. Blonde woman right next to Daryl. Sister Indigo here. Look, we got the ref butt right in the way. I don't know what to tell you. The ref needs to spread his legs at least so I can go in between them. Bad shot. Get the rebound. Yes, foul on them. Was that Scoochie? Foul on them. Ward, it started off with a race Thompson three. You've got to love that. I do. I was going to ask you if in the last game he even attempted one. No. Uh... I don't remember. Eric, just so you know, on my end, I've got the game full screen. I've got your screen full screen on my computer. I feel like I'm there. Awesome. Awesome. Here we go. X on the top of the key. Parker coming off the screen. Looking for Trace in the post. Oh, Trace doing a move. Oh, Trace got blocked. Spun. Couple of pump fakes. These dudes are tall. These dudes are real tall. And Trace, Trace should have passed that one out. We're running an out-of-bounds play here. Miller Cop taking the ball inbounds. Let's see what we're running here. Scream, scream. No one looks to be open. Standing around. Oh, it's just a turnover on the out-of-bounds play. That was real bad. That was poor execution. That was poor execution. Trying to show you a little bit of Mike Woodson. I don't have the ability ward on this to zoom in. Right. I don't when have you... that ability. Yeah. That's Nikola Jovico wide open. Get up. Ooh. Nice. Race Thompson with the rebound. Oh, give it to him. Miller Cop for three. Boom. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Two for two threes to start off. Holly, what's your opinion of the game so far? Steal. Race Thompson on transition. Miller Cup for three. Oh. Oh, what a play. Oh, that was a good drive by Miller. That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. Good hustle. Bad foul by Miller there. Okay, we're back. We're back. Did I lose you? No, we're back. Ooh, Parker Stewart looks to be banged up. Something's wrong. Parker? Missed shot. Rebound race Thompson. Race is cleaning up the boards at the early part of this game. 
practically got a double-double already. Xavier. Oh, what is that? Oh, ah. a little up and under, in and out. That would have been nice to go in. Oh, that's Jovich. That's the potential lottery pick from next year. That was a nice-looking move. That's going to get him paid. So, uh, Rabbi said there's a lot of NBA scouts there. Yeah, there were a lot of scouts. I, it's hard for me to hear you, so if I don't answer you, it's just because I can't hear you. You're funny looking. <laughs> just a quick cutaway. Quick look at the – oh, by the way, there's Rabbi. There's Rabbi. Rabbi, wave toward. Rabbi! Rabbi giving you the thumbs up. Rabbi yeah. All right, so now we're running an out-of-bounds play again. This one better go better than the last one, which turned into a turnover. Let's see how this one looks. Miller Cop gets it inbounds. Oh, he, he looked for the shot for a second. Creating his own. Step back three. Ooh. Not bad. Oh, they called a foul on them. Foul on them. We were trying, we were being aggressive for the rebound and they held us. Not a lot of movement on offense on that play. You'd like to see a little bit more of us getting the ball in transition and driving to the hole here. Xavier is really good at getting to the hole. Oh, Parker. Oh, I thought, oh, Parker for three. Oh, no. That's the one that you really got to make if you're Parker Stewart. Off an out of bounds play, he was open. This is the lottery pick, potential lottery pick. Ooh, for three. Another rebound for Race Thompson, cleaning up the board. To Xavier. Oh, 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 uh oh, 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 no, oh, no. Is that X? Oh, no. Yes, somebody's hurt. No, it's not X. It's Miller. Miller went down. He's back up. He's back up. He's limping a little bit. He's limping a little bit. Ooh, Miller went down hard. He's limping. I think he's trying to walk it off. They haven't decided to pull him out yet. Here he is right here. He looks like he's in real bad shape. He looks like his hip. Oh, he's out of the game. Miller cops out of the game. That's Real rough. bad shape. Like, 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 that's, that's not panic. Well, know? I don't know what I'm talking he, about. He walked off under his own power. He did. He's limping. He's talking to Dr. Rink and talking to Garl. I can't tell if it's a hip or an ankle. Can't tell. But Tamar Bates is in the game now. They bring in Tamar, number 53. This is the matchup that hurt us last time. Gucci. Gucci went by. Oh, what a steal. Oh, what a steal. wow. What a steal. Oh, foul. Foul. Foul on them. That's what you like to see from Xavier, really forcing the issue. Forcing the issue, getting to the hole. I like to see have, Grace, look, look, Grace Mike reaching Woodson. 10 feet into the sky to steal that. Yeah, that was awesome. Woodson walking down the line, really coaching. Coaching people up. Um, Miller Cop is not on the bench. I think he went back with Tim Barrow. They probably just went to the craps table. They're fine. That's true. Here we go, Parker Stewart. Tough move. Get in there. All right. Parker really forcing it. 10-2 in early Indiana lead. 10-2. to 
close to the 16 minute timeout. Ball screen switch. Oh, good, good defense there. Good defense. Good defense. That Great referee must work out. Yeah, let's go, baby. Deep three. Get up. Yeah. Tamar Bates with a big rebound, Ward. All right, this is a big possession. Trace has got it. Left hook. Yeah. Yeah. Timeout, baby. Yeah. 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 What a start for Indiana. 12 to 2. What a start. What a start. Injury aside, you can't Hold ask on. for a better start Hold than on, that. Lord. We're going to do uh -oh. a timeout. I'm oh, just going to do a little timeout. Walk over. Just breaking every rule. Oh, what are you going to do? Here's Coach Woodson's family in the front row. We like the start. You like the start, there's the timeout. Quick timeout. Here we go. Trey Galloway's family, Ray Thompson's family. Yeah, what's up? Miller Cops family. We like it. We like it. Good start, good start, good start. <laughs> oh man. Look at that. Oh yeah, yeah, right. He's there's ready. my guy. There's my guy. This is Woods in there. <laughs> Hello. Looking beautiful. There we go, are you? Uh, I'm going to be I'm going to be so nauseous by the Hi, time ladies. I'm hey, there you go. Hey, <laughs> hey, careful. Careful. Oh god, I feel like I'm in like uh, an Oculus and I'm gonna puke everywhere by the four-minute timeout. Rabby, Rabby. Rabbi, Rabbi. What do you think, man? Huh? What do you think so, so far? So I'm far, excited. so good. Huh? Pretty great These start. Race is all over the board since starting. Yeah. How many boards does he have so far? That three that he hit. That reminds me of the shots that he made in AAU. That's why I was saying I think he can do it at some point in time. And now he's actually doing it. Let's see where we at on rebounds for Race right now. Uh, they got Four. a good three. Three no. rebounds so far. First four, four and a half minutes. Pretty good. That's what you get from sideline reporter Jeff Rabjohns. Now back to the action. This is it. This is the future of Pigs. We by the are way, just. By the way, what? Holly gone. <laughs> gone. Holly is gone. Look, yeah, I, I think everybody's oh, got the people stealing seats. That's cool. <laughs> All right. How you doing? They just these people snuck down, stole some seats. That's okay. That's okay. We like it. We like it. S snuck down from a couple seats over. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Holly. Holly's gone. I think she's at the pool. Sure. She knows we already have this game in hand. <laughs> Miss Trace Jackson Davis with the rebound. Xavier on the break. Oh, he passed the Parker wide open. Oh, man. Ah. Oh, good rebound by Trace. Oh, oh. Foul, foul. Awesome. Awesome. Parker's just coming up short on all those. He just, I think he's Parker tired. Stewart's got to make that shot. I mean, he's had two wide open threes. He's got to make them. They're just coming off the front of the rim. Oh, I'm getting, I'm getting sick. Hi. By the way, Eric Gordon is supposedly at the game. I have not seen him. Have you guys seen Eric Gordon? Oh, I seen him. Yeah, he's from. His family's from the Bahamas. 
trace on the free throw line. Man, free throws, free throws were an Achilles heel of the last game, too. Still just not good. Very flat. The shot looks very flat. There's only 30 people in that room. If Eric Gordon was there, I think you'd see him. That's fair. That's true. That's true. Miller Cop is still in the back with Tim Garl. Oh, man. Trace missed both free throws. I mean, Trace is just going to have to be a better rookie. Like, this team needs him. He's going to get fouled so much. Whoa. There's some zip on that pass. Oh, good. That's, that's, well, not making the shots. It doesn't matter. Foul. Foul on them. Tamar Bates went up and got the board. Holly's back, by the way. Holly's back. With the Coca-Cola. Oh, she doesn't want me to show the Coca-Cola. All right, here we go. Xavier Johnson still playing as point guard. The only substitution so far has been Tamar Bates coming in for Miller Cop with the injury. Xavier. Oh, my God. Lord, he goes by anybody he wants. He goes by anybody he wants. He laid that up with the left hand. Let me tell you something. Xavier looks really locked in right now. I mean, really locked in. Oh, rats. Fouled him on a three-point shot, and he made it. Dane Fife must have coached him up on that. <laughs> Mike Woodson is talking to Race. Mike, Mike had a smile on his face, but talking to Race, telling him you just can't do that. You just cannot do that. Tim Garl's back on the bench. I don't. Miller's sitting next to him. Okay. Miller's sitting next to tomorrow or to uh, Tim Garl. Oh, oh, good rebound here. All right, the ball never lies, Ward. So it wasn't the foul. Xavier setting up the offense. Oh, look, he went by him. This is where he sells. Not open. Xavier really being the floor general out there, setting things up. Here he goes. Oh, he got fouled. Oh, Ward, Xavier Johnson is getting by anybody that he wants right now. You mentioned that. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I got to fill the time with something. I, but I, I'm, I've got a vision now of, uh, you know, we talked to Learfield. We talked to the Big Ten. We get the hysterics broadcast going throughout the season. Rabbi's the sideline reporter. You know, I mean, I think I think this has real potential. We just we just need to get a a, a tripod and we'll be good to go. I agree with you. Holly's the in-game analyst. Sure, yeah, absolutely. She she will be more insightful than us. For sure. We got 1350 left in the game. Indiana's up 15 to 5. Xavier Johnson hits the first of two free throws, setting up for a second and drills it. Nothing but net. And in comes Rob Finnessy. Yeah, X! Look at the team. Look at the team in the crowd. Everybody give an X a big high five. I got to tell you, man, we just saw what X can do out there. That was an impressive first six, seven minutes for X. Three-pointer. Ooh, made it. I don't know if you can see that. These guys are really skilled, Oh, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Yeah, Parker, get it, buddy. 
Go, go, okay. go. Push it. Now we got numbers. Tomorrow for deep three. Ah. Things getting a little loose right now. Oh. Oh, Scoochie Smith just missed the wide open layup. Got lucky there. We got lucky. We got lucky there. Took good look at Parker's hand right now. Oh, good. Pa oh. oh, tomorrow, man. Tomorrow. Man. He, he makes it look easy. For a minute, missed him and then put up. Nice shot, Scoop. Nice shot, Scoop. Scoop's talking a lot. Scoop is talking a lot. Scoop, Scoop just makes the game look a little bit easier. Rob just had a foul away from the basket. Just right on Serbian butt. <laughs> just stop complaining. Is he is he is he complaining in Serbian? No, he was English. Okay. Oh, 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 oh. 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 He's got my handle. Wide open three. I got to tell you, Ward, the three-point defense right now is not good. They're getting a lot of open looks. And that was something that Coach Woody was really emphasizing last game. Jordan Geronimo in for Race Thompson, by the way. Oh, Trace had an open jumper. Chose not to take it. Forced. That's where you want Trace to take the mid-range jumper. It's wide open, and he forced a bad shot. Oh, good fight for the rebound. We got it. All right. Let's see if Rob can create something here. You'd like to see Rob going. Trey Galloway coming in soon. But My guess is Trey's going to come in for Parker Stewart. Parker, over for three from threes. He just I mean, doesn't seem to have his legs three, under him. He's just going to have to come out. Uh, foul on Parker Stewart. Yeah, I think... He's got to come out now. All right, we're under 12-minute timeout here. Those were some clips straight from our trip. So we did that, then halftime hit, and it was a competitive game. This game felt like it was really in the balance, and we were going to have to fight for it. Shots weren't falling today. Shots were not falling. And <clears throat> look, if you just ask me, we, you know, we don't do this. We don't analyze games. But they were still playing with tremendous energy. Mm -hmm. The team is very different when Miller Cop is on the floor. The team is very different when Xavier Johnson is on the floor. When Xavier Johnson was not on the floor and Rob was in, it's not as dynamic of a team. It's just not. I'm not going to break down Rob's game. It's just there's a reason Xavier Johnson is starting. Yeah. There is. It's just a more dynamic club. And let's be honest, Parker Stewart just couldn't find it today. And the kid can obviously shoot. Here's what I was told. I might have mentioned this earlier in the podcast but in the two scrimmages that they played leading up to this game to these games parker stewart went seven of ten from three in refereed scrimmages competitive scrimmages so he earned you know that spot he just couldn't find it today he went i think one of six one of seven they all looked you know. like they were short yeah it, you're right i think uh you know on a bad day parker stewart probably goes three of seven on a good day, he goes five or six of seven, you know, so he just couldn't find it. But halftime comes, checked in with the family. It is weird 
because Miller Cop went out with a, a an ankle and he got taped up and he was out. He was iced the whole time. But I'll tell you a cool moment that happened. Woody's daughter is dating, and I forget the gentleman's name, but he's a football player. Right. Yeah. There's somebody said on Pigs he got drafted pretty high a few years back by the 49ers, I believe. Okay. All right. And he's huge. He's huge. <laughs> he's from Ghana and he's got the best personality in the world. And while Miller was off, and he's very vocal during the games, mm-hmm. while Miller was resting, getting iced after Tim Garl worked on it, this dude walked up to him and was like, hey, man, and got right in Miller's face and was like, you're my guy. I like how you play. I like the intensity. Keep it up. And Miller's like, I've never met this gentleman before, <laughs> but, but I'm in. I'm in, and whatever he says, I believe is true. So it's just, it feels like, again, this family atmosphere. Now, here's what's weird. But th- this this gentleman, while Anthony Leal would not commit to the in- indoor sunglasses, this gentleman fully committed to the indoor sunglasses. I'll tell you who else commits to indoor sunglasses. Xavier Johnson was wearing sunglasses in the casino tonight. Yeah. Badass. Badass. <laughs> so <clears throat> I can't wait to tell you about that when we get there, about the conversation with Xavier Johnson. So, but here's the deal. You're surrounded by all the players' families. We've spent a lot of time with Race Thompson's family, just wonderful people. I mean, wonderful people. Stephanie, Daryl, and his sister Indigo, they are incredible people. <clears throat> Miller Cop's family, Will and Deborah, and his brother Braden, who is here, incredible people. But here's the downside to getting to know the parents and the family. When the kid goes down with an injury, you immediately start thinking about, oh, my God, what are his parents going through? Sure. You know, they don't know how severe it is. And I was like, oh, my God, what, what are they feeling? I went over to them. Dad was cool. Dad's like, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. He'll bounce back. This will force him to rest for the next couple of weeks. That'll be good. You know, <clears throat> Miller assured me after the game, he's like, I'm fine. It's banged up. It's tweaked. It's taped. I'm excited to get into treatment right away. We're going to be fine. We're right. going to be fine. So second half started. And look, there were times throughout the game. Again, we don't need to break it down. It was a slog, man. Shots weren't falling. We weren't finishing. Outside shots weren't going that much. But we did hit some timely shots. Tamar Mm. Bates, five quick points um, in a bunch that I have a clip of that you can put in here. Nice play. Nice play. It's weirdly quiet. Nice. Huh? Scoop. That's his nickname. Yes. I 
I love Tamar Bates. I love Scoop. I just love his swag. You know, uh, Trey struggled today. But here's the, the amazing thing. Trey struggled. Rob Finnessy struggled. Parker Stewart struggled. And we won the game pretty comfortably. Yeah, that's saying something. It is. So the game was just awesome. And Ward, the last, like, several minutes were just a party. They were yeah. just a celebration. People high-fiving together, smiling. The walk-ons all got in the game and got to play. That's cool. Um, it, it, was, uh, it was a celebration. If they're, besides the injury to, to Miller, and I don't think it's serious, if there was one downside to the gameplay overall, if there was one thing that I take out that, that does not make me happy, it's Christian Lander, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Mm. He he's clearly behind Xavier Rob and Trey Galloway at the point guard spot. And when he came in the game at the end in both games, he made two drives to the bucket, good finishes, but he clearly has not done enough in practice to earn the trust of the coaches to put him in, in key minutes. And that's disappointing because I think we all, I mean, of course he was a five-star and the number one point guard in the country in his original class. And we're just not seeing yet the potential it's august so it's august but yeah it's like look tomorrow showing up same age making an instant impact you know so it's not like he's he's at an age and certainly after a year in the iu program that he shouldn't be starting to assert his his role but on the flip side you hope with guys like that around him x you know take him under his wing rob these older guys can can get him there but by the time they're no longer around christian's ready to step in and do that thing race thompson hitting a three was awesome xavier johnson's play overall even though the shots didn't fall was awesome yeah i think rabby when when you carried me over to rabby after race hit the three and rabby was so excited about race hitting the three because it validated this the talk of races AAU days where he'd hit three pointers was Rabbi was like that was what it looked like when he was at AAU. That's why I said he was a pick and pop guy. <laughs> uh Jordan Geronimo hit a three in both games. That's great. Okay? Yeah. Both How games. do you look out there? More comfortable, a beast on the boards. He had two blocks today, Ward. Mm. Where these dudes that are six foot ten had mm. dunks, and he flew in and blocked both of them. Yeah, it was impressive. He looks like he's having fun out there. He's having fun. He needs to play more. He just needs to play more. So really happy with with the fact that he had two threes, um, and just so happy we won. And with about four minutes left in the game, they they the put seas, you in <laughs> the seas part. And in walks Bahama's own Eric Gordon. And I mean, it was beautiful. And I had to, after, you know, the last minute of the game, I think I got you back on the Zoom and I had you run over to Eric Gordon too. We can throw that video in right now. All right, it's closing time, less than four minutes. And when it's closing time, who do you want? You want Eric Gordon. That's who's here. What's up, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. How are you, man? Did you just arrive? Yeah, I just arrived here. Yeah, I wish I was here a little earlier, but uh, 
it's good to be down here. Are you going to get to talk to maybe the team or Woody after oh, the no game? No question. I'm definitely going to talk to them after the game. So you want to just go suit up and take these guys down, don't you? I love you. I'm going to go right now. All right, Eric Gordon's here. I'm going to let him watch the end of the game. Take care, man. Just an incredible feeling after the game. Everybody happy. Got to talk to a bunch of players after the game. I think I did what was it seven videos, <laughs> including like everybody from the program, not just players. Right. So feel free to play those in succession right now. Ladies and gentlemen, he's been ducking us all weekend. Dane Five, how we doing? Look at the smile. Hi everybody. How you feeling? I'm smiling because I'm excited because I'm a huge Detroit Lions fan. I just hung out with Ziggy Ansa in the bathroom. Did Okay. And the weird thing is, Dane didn't even have to go to the bathroom. So just he just went in. How do you feel after these two games? I feel very good. I was excited about how hard we play, how tough we play. And I think it's important that we get reestablish that toughness, competitive spirit. Oh, God, he's in coach speak now. It's he's in like coach you. speak. He's in coach speak. Um, it's kind of like me, what? Well, looks can be deceiving. <laughs> you know, what? What, what are my looks? What are my looks? Well, you look like a great athlete when you're on Zoom. Yeah. Or on, on FaceTime. Sure. But then you look at you in person, it's like, good Lord. Please <laughs> Zoom, man. What happened to this but, uh, guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a great look. Uh, if there, Besides the toughness, was there like one thing you really wanted to work on in these two games? Because I know you haven't put in the whole offense and stuff. But was there one? I don't know why I'm asking a serious yeah, this question. This is a dumb question. What am I doing? I just, you know what? It was really important for us. Just to reestablish kind of the, the foundation, yes. just the value. Learning to be a team, okay? And everybody came off a tough year. So just to be a team. But I think it's also important for Coach Woodson to understand the difference between college and pro players. Yeah. And this was, it was really good for him to see him kind of combine the two and work with our players um, probably in a way that they hadn't been worked with before. Don't go anywhere, guys. Parker Just slow it Rob down. Fennessey. Just slow down. Slow. I told, I told Parker, I said, let's see you play tough. And he played tough. He did Both play games. tough. He got jacked in the jaw early in the game today. He was ready to fight somebody for about three or four minutes. I like that. Calm down. Let hard. me ask you this. What about the snacks in Bahamas? Very average snacks. Very average hard snacks. To find. snacks. Very average. Average snacks. Um, but you had the Pringles. I did have the Pringles. And I'm not a Pringles guy. Right. But I have to get. I, hey, Ziggy, can can I get a, I mean, photo with you, man? I mean, look at this. He's so excited. All right, signing off. Dame Five. Hold on, Jordan. Hold on. Hold on. You can't go anywhere. Hey, come on, get over here, guys. Come on, Michael. Get in here. What do you guys feel? Give me, Jordan. Give me your impression after two games. How do you feel? Uh oh. Oh God. How do you feel? I feel good. I mean, you know, it's only up from here. You know, everybody's playing together. Everybody's playing hard, and you know, I feel like. Can do a lot of good things with this. Great things. Mike, what'd you think of his block? Oh, it was phenomenal. The whole bench was up here and hyped about it. Come on, he's a freak, freak athlete. I gotta try to get these guys. Feel good to get into your first action? Yes, yeah, felt great. And the team's only gonna get better from here. So, yes, sir. We are signing off from Atlantis. What are we doing tonight? Casino? Casino? Sleep. Sleep? Oh, look at that. That's an athlete right there. All right, guys, go IU. Here we are, Anthony Lee. Look at him smiling. When you see me coming, is it, a, is it a sense of, like, that you hope I don't see you? No, it's a sense of oh, relief. It's a sense of relief when you see of me course. coming? Really? Now you're just lying. And broken board ward. Broken, we're calling him Port Award. Portal? Port Award. 
Trey Galloway, big charge today. How you feeling? Good. Pretty good. Don't you think Anthony should wear the sunglasses just as his thing? I mean, look at this right here. Oh my God! Look at ice. We call that ice. He needs the glasses with that. You need the glasses and ice. That's good. How you feeling? Though? You're all right. Better, better. You guys gonna celebrate tonight? Hopefully. Cigars? Potentially. Potentially gambling? Probably not. Really? It hasn't been going well for you, has it? I haven't gambled yet. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> it's legal. These guys are known as the hairspray triplets. The hairspray triplets. Get in here, man. Come on. How did it feel playing yeah, in your first biscuit. action? It's good. It's Big perm. Scarlett Johansson. Big perm is not an accurate representation of what's going on right here. It's not a perm. And then that's, that's ultimate hairspray. Hair I mean, yeah, you use plenty of product. Uh, he uses a lot of product. All right, guys. Well, congrats on the first two wins, and let's keep it rolling. Sure. All right. See you later. Bye-bye. All right, what a great way to end this. Look who we have here, X and TJD. Do people call you TJD or do they just call you Trace? They actually call me TJD a lot. Do they? It takes longer to say TJD than it says Trace. True. Right? It's three things. Trace is one syllable. Exactly. All right. Well, I, I'm not going to argue with people. X, that felt like a little bit of like uh, this is what you can do on the court. You feel good about today? Yeah, I feel good. Uh, my teammates, they, they had confidence in me to tell me to the tagging. Man, right here, finish, finish around the basket. I'm going to keep finding him. All right, we got to talk about the alligator. How good did it feel? Oh, I feel great. We're going to have a lot great. more of those this year. For sure. Did you did you call that play before it happened, or it just happened in the flow of the game? No, it was the game. flow of the game. Uh, we did, we've done every, every, all this stuff in practice, and we're just going to keep doing it. I love it. You guys happy about winning two games here? Man, we needed yeah. that. We've been practicing for three months, going against each other, playing a really, really good team, um, especially a professional team at yeah. that. So. Coming out here, getting two wins is going to really boost our confidence going into the season. How did it feel physically? Did it feel as, as competitive as like a Big Ten game? Most definitely. I think the first game, I don't think they had a uh, film to watch us. So the second game coming in, I felt like they were more scouted and more ready to go. And they were playing a lot more physical. So yeah. I think that was really big for us. It seems like they also took away the transition game a little yes. bit. Like they were getting back. Most definitely. You know? But you still crushed them. Yeah. I mean, you smoked them. Totally smoked them. Felt good, right? How much pizza X are you eating recently? A lot. Yeah, been a lot. Take care, man. Good game. Oh, they lost. And we're going to time out for a second because I'm looking at your toes and I'm oh. <laughs> Wow. You guys like the toes? Cream and crimson, baby. Cream and crimson. I've seen that one before. You haven't seen this? I'm going to do that. I'm gonna, no, I'm not. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Oh, yes, yes. All right. Be good, guys. Yes, sir. Thank Great you. job. Appreciate Great work. I mean, I love this team. I love these guys. This is amazing. It's vacation time yeah. for the adults, okay? If you didn't win two games, would it be vacation time? No, it would be back to the office. But you won two, so it's vacation time. Vacation time and talk to recruits. That's it. Oh, I, I mean, that just, he, music to my ears. Music to my ears. Do you think these games and, like, footage of us being in Atlantis helps you recruit? Yes, it does. Does and, it really? And our style of play. So, well, what, what about the pep to? rallies? Did you see our pep rallies? All the pep rallies. Pep rallies are good, too. I love it. The style of play really helps, right? It helps. It helps a lot. Now people can actually see us play, and now they can't say they've never seen us play. What's going on tonight? Uh, I'm going to go relax. I may just go sit on the beach all day. I love it. Tan. All right, man. <laughs> I think you've got me beat in the tan category. <laughs> go Hoosiers. Go Hoosiers. Guys, we got Brian Walsh, Director of Recruiting. Let me just ask you this question. The burning question on everybody's mind after these games, what product do you put in your hair? 
I mean, what is it? What is it? American crew? I have no idea what it is. You, why? Does your wife buy it for you? Sure does. Really? Yeah. And you just, whatever she buys, you just throw in their hair? Just straight slick back. You shellac it. There's I a do. lot in there. Yeah. All right. How much does this trip, the style of play, the videos, everything help with recruiting? Tremendous. It's encouraging. Obviously, we want to get it out to the guys so they can see our style of play. Um, great week overall. Got to see you. Beautiful I mean, Bahamas. That's, that's the one downside. Yeah, a lot to of work trip. to do, though. All right, man. It's good to see Be you. Be good. All right. All right, here's what's happening. Ray Thompson is walking away from me like he's going to get out of here without talking to me. Look, he's smiling now, but he thinks like I'm just going to ignore him because he's like 30 feet in front of me. That's not going to happen. Dude, you were a beast today. Trying to be like you, man. <laughs> how many rebounds did you have today? Do you know? Uh, I think it said 13. 13? And how many points? Double-double. Uh, how man. good did that three-pointer feel? It felt good. It felt good. Coach, it was the best see, so. see, I like this. Does that feel good to know that the coach has got your back for this stuff? Yeah, it does feel so good. So two and zero in the Bahamas. You feel really good about what's going on with this team? Yeah, it seems fun to be around. I love it. And the coaching staff as well. Yes, coaching staff is great. Scale of one to ten, ten being the biggest freak you've ever seen, crazy person. Dane Fife, one to ten. What is he? Ten. He's crazy. He's ten. He's ten. All right, smoothness. How smooth, Kenya Hunter, one to 10? 10, too smooth. Coach Yah, smoothness? 11. Whoa, I like it. <laughs> All right, Race, you're the man. Great, great seeing you, great watching you play. Yeah. We love watching you play. Thank man. you. Thank All right, you. you be good. Yes, sir. Take Thank care. You. And that was it, man. It was just the end of basketball in this beautiful weekend with beautiful people. Uh, including people, some of them, not from Indiana, that were taking their tops off at the pool. So there's that, <laughs> at as least, we know. At least, at least they have two titty. At least, at least. That is why they show them. <laughs> so uh, then we just, Holly and I walked back. I, I got to give a special shout out to Holly. I really do. She's Maybe sleeping she, right now. She's earned it. She was such a sport on this trip. She shot the camera. She held board ward. She was funny. She, she just, she just so embraced everything we were doing. I love her. And uh, I just was so happy uh, that she had a good time here and participated in everything that was going on. And everybody embraced her. I mean, everybody really embraced her. It was really wonderful to see. Uh, so then we head back and we hadn't eaten anything all day. So we stopped at this little pizza place and we grabbed a slice of pizza and then we just hear this blustering voice behind us, Dane Fife. Oh no. Walking into the pizza place, grabs a piece of pizza. And then we're like, he's like, I, I, I we said, we're going to eat outside. You want to join us? He goes, I can't, I hate the heat. Can't do the heat. <laughs> so Holly and I walk outside. It's too hot. We go in the casino and we find a bench in a corner. Two seconds later, Dane Fife and his wife Blair show up and they eat at the opposite of the hallway bench. So we're like sitting across from each other, 50 feet apart, eating pizza, screaming at each other. <laughs> All the fans are walking by, high-fiving. Everybody's ecstatic. And then Holly and I went back to the room, put on our swim trunks and decided, let's go to the beach and jump in the ocean. The warm we jump ocean. in the ocean it's where warm. we are met. It is really warm. Yeah. And we are met by another unbelievable family, the Childress family. Nate Childress walk on on the, on the program. 
been there for a few years now and just a wonderful guy. And he's like, oh, you guys should go over to this part of the ocean because you can swim with turtles, mm. like big sea turtles. And he gives us two face masks so we can go in. We do. So we jump into the ocean and we're swimming with these giant sea turtles and there's snorkels. We see a couple of snorkels and a couple of people pop up and a face mask pops up. It's Ray Thompson. <laughs> this is like an hour after the game. The dude just busted his ass. He's exhausted. He's swimming in the middle of the ocean with his mom and sister looking for turtles. It was so sweet. It was such a sweet moment. <laughs> so we did that. We finished. We go to dinner. We, we got to hang out with Dane Fife some more and just talk about how happy the coaches were with how this team played there. You know, did they make mistakes? Yes. Did they not execute perfectly? Yes. But did they compete and play hard? And Dane, I think you probably just heard it in one of his videos in the video that we did. It was all about establishing how we're going to play as far as toughness, no complaining. If you fall down, you better get your ass up and sprint back. You know, we're not going to get beat on transition. There were a couple of times we did, but overall, great hustle, great toughness. Well, and that's really where we have to take our cue, right? And your your commentary, your insight, that uh, will come out from this on, on Pigs and other people watching the game is good. But if you're really going to have a litmus test for how successful this weekend was, it's like, are the coaches all in a good mood? And if the coaches are all happy because they're seeing things out there stuff they want or don't want that that we just don't know and if they're happy well then permission to party granted exactly and they were they were overly happy and um i don't mean overly they were overall happy and happy for these kids and i got to spend a little time with miller cop after the game with his foot up on a on a stool you know and he was happy he was happy and he was so happy for his team to win tonight. And he told me at halftime when he was getting worked on, Coach Woody walks in and the game is in the balance and Coach Woody needs to go talk to the team about what we're going to do in the second half. And he takes a couple minutes to talk to Miller and tell him, this is, well, I guess you get an early vacation. Why don't you go to the beach? We'll see you later. You know, <laughs> like just having fun with him. Like that's, and, and it meant a lot to Miller that Coach Woody gave him those couple moments. You know, when when he didn't need to, because Miller couldn't help the team at that moment. And Miller was emotional and distraught because he sure. wanted to play. And that yes. moment with Woody lifted his spirits. Well, and so, we've learned we've learned how lonely it is to be injured. And, you know, yeah, for months through rehab, a terrible thing. But for Miller, even just like, oh, I'm now secluded from the rest of this. It's big. It's and when you talk about just the long game and psychology, you know, Woody, Woody knows he does need to do that. Yeah, you're, and I think he knows it just innately. Right. It's it's what you and I have talked about a lot. EQ, emotional intelligence, not IQ, but EQ. And Woody seems to have that in spades. And that's what I saw a lot this weekend. How he talks to players how he interacts with them, his demeanor with them. He busts balls. He likes to laugh. He likes to smile. But he also gets after them when they make the wrong play. He really coached up Trace today. He was upset at Trace for a couple of his moves down low. 
and he pulled him out and really coached him, really coached him and got into him. So it was just great to, to, to feel that. Got to see Miller Cop's family afterwards, smoked a cigar with Will, his dad. Uh, and then I decided to walk over to the casino. I just wanted to be around everybody, and I figured everybody was there. And yep. everybody was there. <laughs> all the players, all the fans that were Timmy left. G. Timmy G at the craps table? I didn't see Timmy G. I did not see. Maybe he had a rough weekend. <laughs> he might have had a rough weekend. But everybody was just smiles, playing roulette, playing blackjack, having fun, busting on each other. Um, and I ran into Xavier Johnson. I ran into Anthony Leal and Trey Galloway. Really got to spend some time with Trey. What a great kid. And got to spend time with Mark Calloway, mm. who you and I had on the podcast. Yeah. And it was great talking to him. And he was so funny. I said, what'd you think of how Trey played in the first game? He goes, I really wanted him to dive after a ball that he should have dove after. But we'll talk about that. <laughs> so that was great. But he was at the casino seeing parents at the casino with their kids, you know, and everybody just mingling. It felt like a very big family. I got to see Trace and Miller Cop have gotten very close and they were kind of like arms around each other, hugging each other mm. at, at a roulette table, like just, just shooting the shit. And, and then I see Xavier and I go up to Xavier who immediately looks down at my feet. Right. And I'm wearing sneakers and he goes, wear them toes. <laughs> But he's wearing sunglasses. And I said to him, so the whole team gets a break now. Everybody gets to go home for a couple weeks. Mm -hmm. I think they're back on like the 28th or something like that. And I said to Xavier, so you going home? And he goes, no, man, I'm going back to Bloomington. I'm like, oh, really? Why? He goes, because I want to be the best point guard in the country. Wow. That's what he said. I want to be the best point guard in the country. So I'm going to go back to Bloomington. I'm going to work out and I'm going to get better on my game. I'm going to work on my game. Wow. And I was like, I mean, that is just everything. Yeah. You know, that is just everything. So including contagious. Yes, it is. It really is. Ran into scoop. He's super happy. Uh, everybody was just really happy and excited now to get to the next stage. And I think this team is going to come back with a fire from vacation and attack practice because they've gotten a taste of what they can do and they want more of it. So everybody having fun at the casino and I decide, all right, I got, I, I got to go to sleep. But before I go to sleep, I got to smoke the last victory cigar and call you. And on my way down here, Kenya Hunter comes strolling down the hallway. That's the last boy. guy that I got to see. That's your guy. That is my guy. And uh, he just put his arm around me. He's like, you good? I'm like, I'm good. Are you good? He goes, I'm real good. And we just walked a little bit and laughed a little and uh, came down here to smoke the cigar. Going to go upstairs, go to sleep, wake up when I wake up. We're going to go to the beach in the morning, try mm. to see some more sea life. And uh, head back, man. I don't think you could ask for any more than that. No, it was. It's just been special. I mean, again, like the fantasy camp, the only thing that would have made it better is if you were here. A lot of people were asking about you a lot. Uh, in spirit, a lot of people, in, in cardboard. <laughs> in cardboard and on Zoom. 
and on zoom you you absolutely got me to feel a part of it which was it was very nice i needed the updates are great but to actually you know engage even momentarily it meant a lot uh and that by the way the idea for the zoom mike pegram's wife mrs pegram so very happy that she gave us the idea uh it's just been a blast. It's been an absolute blast. And I want to end with one more thing. This was a huge week for Indiana basketball. For the future of Indiana basketball, they sent videos from this week. The pep rallies got sent to all the recruits. This is what Indiana basketball is. You come to the Bahamas and you have hundreds of fans waiting for you, lining up two hours before the game to, to welcome you, pump you up, and walk over with you. That's what Indiana basketball is. And you know what else Indiana basketball is? NIL. Mm -hmm. We're going to be a leader in this. We have so much support from NIL, for NIL, from fans, from the staff, from the administration. All of them are 100% in support of what we are doing with the Hoosier Hysterics NIL Collective. And I am pleading with fans. If you want to make a direct impact on this team, give to the NIL collective. This money is going to go to players, and those deals are going to be noticed and tangibly impact the recruitment of players. It's not illegal. We're not using it as an inducement. Right now, we're not talking about something that you'll see the fruits of years down the road. This is this is something that recruits right now will notice. A hundred percent, Ward. And uh, so I just, I'm begging people, go to Venmo at Hoosier Hysterics with the E and the I, N-I-L, at Hoosier Hysterics, N-I-L. We'll send out more links. Or if you want to send a sizable amount and you'd rather just send a check, please DM us on Twitter and we'll send you the address to send it to. Uh, it's been a magical week for Indiana basketball. Everybody's ecstatic. The fan base here and everybody who is reading Twitter, reading Pigs, should be ecstatic about what's happening with the program and what the trajectory of the program is. And the future, the present seems bright, and the future seems even brighter. From the halls of assembly, you'll hear us scream and shout. Our love of Indiana is manic and devout. Everything I do, we discuss in unique manner. We won't be satisfied until we hang another banner. Us two goofy guys go by names of Ward and Eric. And as you probably know by now, we're Hoosier Hysterics. Hoosier Hysterics. Hoosier Hysterics. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.